7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. Uh, welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide, radio for humans. And, of course, joining me, uh, fellow humans, uh, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome to the show. Hello, Rain. <laughs> Hello. I'm she- sorry. I was just busy smacking down a Sinclair reporter. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's it's happening. Oh my God. Okay. It's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody just calm down. Yeah, I don't know Kenny, why I played that. Don't mess with me. I don't know why I played that. I just, I just felt like it. I was also buying time so I could swallow a bite of pizza. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City Steamtown. Welcome. Hi, hi. I just, uh, I just spent a couple hours flushing my toilet fifteen, twenty times. Yeah, but, uh, you know, yeah. it's it's incredible. You know, I it mean, is. Uh, it's huh? it, you know, it's it's just going on all over the People place. People are flushing toilets ten times, fifteen times. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Trump is because he true. has such enormous fast food dumps. Uh, it's true. So you know, uh, wow, how are you gonna flush that? Uh, so anyway. <laughs> Um, uh, this is this is the part of the show. I find myself uh, in the first segment of the show usually talking about something that not a lot of other people are talking about. You know, just just one of those things, so, something I saw. And and oh, first of all, first of all, I want to say there is a person out there. Uh, if I find you, I'm going to smack the piss out of you for breaking into our car last night. Um, what? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Susan was in a hurry to get some. Uh, baskets to make gift baskets out of uh uh our car um that uh, you know uh, for the she's at a fundraiser for dragon boats tonight and unfortunately she forgot to lock the car well some fucker came by and was apparently checking door not doors on cars and rooted through our glove compartment and got nothing because we don't keep anything of value in the car they might have found a dirty old green penny under the floor mat if they looked hard enough um you know, but it's like seriously, you scumbags. Um, so mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna get one of those, you know, super duper security systems with the cameras on the doors, and you know, I'm gonna get um, motion sensor lights everywhere uh, because this is bullshit. You know, it's like you know we're you know it's, fuck you. <laughs> that actually, that actually happened to us a couple of weeks ago. Now y'all are. Well, Joe, you haven't, but many people who listen to the show have seen our truck. Yeah. There is there is a reason why we do not lock the door, because 
because it would cost more to replace the window than anything that is of value inside the truck. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, we have and, a shitty little Chevy Aveo. Every again, they went through everything. They went through the glove compartment just like you. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't take my lipstick. They didn't even take the quarter that I use for Aldi. Yeah, I mean, there was jewelry. I don't even in the know what they were looking for, but uh, uh, it's still they were just looking for money or drugs or something. Drugs. You know? But you know, I mean, there they, there was jewelry that they didn't take. You know, Susan, it was it was just you know inexpensive necklace or something like that. But they just threw everything on the seat and on the floor of the car. And uh, and I said to Susan, "Did you panic?" I said, "Did you want to panic? Go through the the glove box?" She's like, "No, yeah. why?" And I was like, "Well, our car was broken too." In the door, the door was barely shut when I opened it, because I opened it, and it didn't even have to, like, click to open, so whoever it was just obviously just pushed it, you know, didn't slam the door, because they didn't want to get caught. So, so yeah, you greasy fucker. Um, you know, so, I'm gonna, I'm we're, we're gonna... through that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it feels like a violation, but they didn't get anything, and, you know, uh, we're gonna, you know, I'm just worried of somebody trying to get in our garage, uh, because mm. that would be bad. Uh, or the house, you know, but I don't think anybody, I think this is a little shit coward that's just like an opportunist and, um, you know, but who knows, who knows, we're going to, but we're going to do, do some, get some kind of security system here. That happened to us up at Cape Cod. It can't happen here because our cars are in a garage Yeah. and I have security cameras all around the house, Yeah. but it, it can, it did happen to us in Cape Cod. Some guy went down or group went down the street where my uncle lives yeah and had a device the police told us that opens electric doors oh wonderful so they will just drive down the street with the thing on and then go double back and open all the doors and they did exactly what we found all this junk on the floor we had Mm -hmm. nothing in the car like you said but uh you know, they were looking for, I guess, uh, iPods or iPads or yeah, a fo- a phone, any, yeah, any yeah, kind of a like- oh, oh, they might have gotten a broken pair of earbuds that I had in the in the box. <laughs> oh, they're gonna love those. I think I think Timby chewed, I think Timby chewed on them, so only one of them works. It's like my emergency <laughs> yeah, pair of earbuds. Nothing out of ours. I mean, I I yeah. I said to Bob at the time, I was like, damn, I wish I didn't get rid of those tampons that I don't need to use anymore. Because that would have embarrassed those. I'm dudes. gonna put a mouse trap in there or something. That'd be fun. Maybe I'll just leave it yes. unlocked, to, you know, or or something. I don't know. I'll I'll try and bait them. Um, no. Um, no. But the thing is, your your car is probably a lot newer than ours. It's a 2011. Truck- it's a 20. Probably. It's a 2011 little four door of Chevy Aveo with a cracked windshield. <laughs> you know, yeah, ours ours is a 2003 Toyota Tacoma that you yeah. know, was banged up, and I well, yeah. I just I was like, what the? And and what's funny about this, if you don't mind me just jumping in, because this story does hit home. You know, in the past. I've talked to you about this. We've had neighbors like, oh, just make sure you lock everything up. And Bob well, literally said to our neighbors, um, what we have in the car is worth way less than repairing a window. Yeah. And well, and again, this for us, this yeah. is just for us. <laughs> it proved correct. Well, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing, you know, because this, these incidents happen within a few days of each other, obviously. And, um, and also, uh, the I've been seeing 
Um, a lot, so many more panhandlers downtown in Cleveland and on, on the, all the exit ramps and stuff like that. You know, the shift workers is what I call them on the exit ramps because they like, you know, they park their car over at a restaurant parking lot, walk over and then go take turns standing out in the cold, you know, hustling for money for meth or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, and that, that's mostly, you know, the white panhandlers do that. And, and it drives me up the wall. Um, but, you know, so, okay, so they keep touting about all these fucking jobs that we have now. And I'm seeing, yeah. and, and it's like, if the economy's getting so good, why am I seeing all these people, you know, why are we seeing all these people trying to steal from other people and panhandling and, you know, um, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know how they're doing the job numbers. And then all the, the retail apocalypse continues. You know, we talked about that the other day, but you know, Bed Bath and of, Beyond is the n- newest one. Yeah, a lot exactly. Of job numbers today mm-hmm. that came out for last month, which will be revised downward, I'm sure, because a lot of them were the GM uh, workers going back to work. I thought so. Thank so, you, Joe. I that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're um, not going back to work in Lordstown. And there still is a major problem in manufacturing, which has been losing jobs ever since Trump promised he was going to bring it back. Yeah. So um, you have to look deeper into the numbers. That two hundred sixty-six thousand isn't the whole. Isn't the, and, and a lot of them aren't full-time jobs. Don't forget. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. A lot of them aren't, aren't good wage jobs. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about that. So. Because- yeah, yeah the people who are skilled workers are able to get good and better jobs. Mm-hmm. But quote unquote, and I, I don't like to use skilled versus unskilled because it, it's just that a term. Does, well, exper- this way, experienced workers. Well, people have, like in the tech industry or in the white collar industries. Yeah. Well, in anything, whether you're an electrician, a, a mechanic, a, a college prof- whatever, you're working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you have a skill of any kind, and I mean any kind, I mean a gardener, okay, anything, you're working. Yeah. Okay. It's 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 the people who who uh, are maybe disabled or can't can't work full time because of childcare or whatever are having the struggle. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, this this the numbers that came out today seemed good on its surface, but. I, I saw a lot of people retweeting things from people who I don't follow. Who are like, well, I still have to work two jobs, or I'm still working at my job, but nobody's replacing the person's position who left, and so yeah. I'm working more. You know, you're right. You have to go. You have to go deeper. And the reality is, is that a lot of economists are saying the same thing. What's going on with the farm industry? Yeah. And and all of that, the retail apocalypse. I, well, I I'm not feeling really good about the economy. No, I'm not either. And uh, but uh, I want to I want to move on to something else though. That this this really is stuck in my craw. Oh, by the way, uh, Rain, I opened up the freezer because uh, I made myself a frozen pizza since Susan's uh, off at the, her Dragon Boats fundraiser tonight. Um, and uh, I opened up the freezer. <laughs> Did you? What did you um, find? Uh, two Boston Market pot pies. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, 
so no. that that was the garbage pot pie that rained throughout the other day and uh no. i apparently susan didn't listen to that episode <laughs> oh no so oh. i'll just be like oh honey that's so great you bought those for yourself so oh. But you know I what I hear her take on it. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to do a, a pot pie review. But by the way, I made a delectable turkey mushroom pot pie last night. So good. Uh, it was very good. Um, but anyway, there, this is what I want to talk about is there is there is a phenomena right now going on that is making me so fucking livid. And it's a bunch of Gen Yers and um, millennials um, belching out this OK Boomer meme. And I want to say it is the most aggravating and disrespectful and ageist, ugly, stupid thing I've ever seen. It is, it is being perpetuated by a bunch of feckless, selfish childish little punks and you know what if it sounds like i'm you know if i'm talking like a boomer guess what i'd rather talk like a boomer because i have respect for a lot more boomers than i do these little shits and i'm not talking about all millennials and i'm not going to say okay millennial or okay gen y or whatever i'm not going to generalize an entire fucking generation for all of our uh, societal woes i am just i'm blown away and how simple-minded this movement is against uh, uh, baby boomers. That, you know, uh, okay, I know a lot of baby boomers who fought, helped, who, who either fought or totally supported the civil rights movement. What, what did you fight for? The last fucking Hot Pocket? You know? I, I mean, and again... I'm not saying all boomers. I'm not or not. I'm not all Gen Y people. Stuff like that. And, and you know, I might be coming off disrespectful to the people who are who are perpetuating us. But the bullshit I have been reading, and and it, there's a guy named David Hoffman, and he uh, did a 1990 TV series, uh, Making Sense of the '60s, um, and he pl put this clip on YouTube with a. a uh, I don't have the audio for it because it's too long. But he put this clip on YouTube, uh, David Hoffman, um, that's the name of his YouTube channel too, H-O-F-F-M-A-N, uh, and it's uh, the, the video, and I'll share the link if anybody wants to watch it, um, but it's Baby Boomer speaking to us from 1989, and they were talking about what they went through when they were growing up and how they rebelled against their parents and, you know, uh, tried to, you know, fight for, for something different and progressive and new and, um, and you know wanting to listen to rock and roll, wanting to wear blue jeans, wanting to, you know, um, you know, be different, be them, be their own selves. And the comments on this, the comments on this fucking video are unbelievable. Unbelievable. This one guy, a Makuta S dash V. Ooh, cool name. Ironic. The baby boomers could see the oppressive authority of their parents, but not their own. What are you talking about? Wait, what? Say that again? Baby boomers could see the oppressive authority of their parents, but not their own. They can't see their own oppressive authority. What are you talking about? And, and it's, that has 16,000 likes, that comment. has 16,000 likes. They were, they were, uh, um, a lot of them were uh, hippies. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I, 
and then who who if it can I just jump in here because see I have a conflicted I do feel conflicted sometimes about um baby baby boomers for different reasons but for the most part they were a very very affluent generation that benefited off um they benefited because of what their parents went through you know, during World War II, which yeah. is the silent generation, I believe. And we and benefited so, as Gen Xers from what our parents did for us. And, yes. And I, I'll tell you what, all the millennials that, that I know, uh, they, they're they doing pretty good. I don't know, you know, I mean, there's some millennials I I, that I... I don't I, know if they're doing really good, but I don't think they should be blaming their grandparents. I don't think they should be blaming that at all. I mean, you know, this is, you know, they're, they're you know, one guy put millennials, or, or I'm sorry, um, I, I hate using, I even hate using these terms because I get, you know, mixed up with them. But there's like baby boomers destroyed America. And I put no, only, you know, oh, oh, history will look back and show the baby boomers are the people who destroyed America. And it's like. That's insane. That is absolutely mm. insane. Um, it, because I'm, I'm gonna, I'm uh, putting it in, in in a nutshell. Is you know we as uh, the you know Gen Xers, um, we didn't have a big war that we lived through like no. Vietnam or World War Two or World War One. Yes, is there correct. is there are the conflicts in the Middle East. American casualties, they, they exist. They are, are not nearly as high as what happened in Vietnam. We don't have conscription anymore, which thank you, baby boomers, for helping put an end to that. We had um, to go because of... Um, oh, I'm saying it wrong. I know Joe is going to correct me. Because of... Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a boomer. I'm not going to correct anybody. Today. No, it was it was the conflict <laughs> during the Clinton administration. Kosovo? Kosovina. Am I saying it right? Was it Kosovo? Kosovo. Yeah, that whole thing. I mean, there was... But you know what? We were... We, we have largely protected from that. We have been very protected from that. And again, protected from oh, conscription. Protected from conscription. Yes. You know, because conscription... You're talking about Bosnia? And that. Well... That was Bosnia and Herzegovina. That's what I'm talking okay. about. Well, but anyway, I don't... Thank uh, you, Joe. Thank that was during you. the Clinton years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm but, saying. I mean, and going back to what Kenny's saying about conscription, we... I, I was I was a teenager. So, yeah. I, but go ahead, Ken. I'm sorry. Well, but, you know... Uh, go ahead, Joe. Oh, I was going to say, the only thing about conscription, which I opposed when I was in college and high school um, was that we didn't end it. They ended it because actually conscription made us more involved. Yeah. Uh, conscription made parents more involved. Yes. In what was going on. Well, and if it because wasn't for your generation, it never would have ended. I mean, and when I say help, it it's like basically you you guys became fodder. Well, you know, we were fodder. You know, I had a, I had to live from when I was a senior in high school all the way until conscription ended. Well, it never really ended. What I should say is they went to the lottery system, um, and I had a high number. Uh, you had to live with threats, right? threats from professors in college 
Mm-hmm. I said, if you don't if you don't pass my course, you're going to be at the University of Hanoi next semester. I had to listen to that. Um, but we went to the streets. Yeah, and um, and he fought for change, and we got the we change. Did. We got the change, and we're all beneficiaries of it. But apparently, uh, a handful of of jackholes want to just demonize uh, an entire generation for you know, you know, it, it's it's mostly like climate change and stuff like that. They're like, oh, dare, and it's like, uh, you wanna you wanna talk about climate change? I mean, uh, did uh, let me see, did boomers start? Yeah, you guys were the first people to ever drill for oil, right? Well, here's the thing about here's here's a few historical some historical context in defense of us boomers, which would include your dad <clears throat> and um, you and P.S. Mueller and um, a right. Theo Boomer, I think. And Bobber. Yeah, first of all, first Bobber. First of all, um, to be quite blunt and frank. Back when I was in college, the first thing on our mind was survival. We didn't think much about climate change at the time. It wasn't a big deal. I'll didn't have why. all the science then either. Because, you know what? The only climate change we were worried about was Agent Orange. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, the only climate change we were worried about was a sniper. Okay? In the jungle. Okay? And our lives were out there as fodder, as you said. Yeah, and, so and we, not just we that. Were fighting, but- we were fighting social change. We were fighting civil rights change. I mean, let's not forget that in the late 50s, early 60s, when we were coming of age, when we were in high school and college, okay, there were still Jim Crow laws in the South. Absolutely. There was there were right. Jim Crow's laws in the north. There were people being okay. lynched in the streets. There were churches That's being right. blown up with little girls in them. Burned. You, you That's know. right. Okay. There was a an unfi- an unjust genocidal war going on in Southeast Asia. Okay. We were being lied to about that war. Okay. And sexual and s- sex roles were rapidly changing, and we were fighting for those changes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, now, I, we I, were I, we were pretty busy. We had a lot on our plate. I know. Now, if you're <laughs> going to say that in our later years, when we were in our 30s and 40s, we I don't know sold out or or what. I think, you know, I would say to this: What about the generation that followed me? We did our share, okay, to battle the social structure that we were faced with. Okay, post World War II. Okay, change in civil rights, change in so- social responsibility. Yeah. Okay, and we went to the streets and fought for it. Some of us, like at Kent State, died for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so uh, just in defense of baby boomers, we had a lot on our plate and we accomplished a lot. A yeah. lot of what we changed for the generation that followed us, maybe they don't. Uh, appreciate. I I after the break I'd like to answer that because I am the generation that. Followed. Well, I know I, I gotta I want to I want to get no, back no, no, to. No, 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 and I I not I'm not I just taking wanna, that as, as an attack at all. I want to get this uh, all out of. I want to take care talk finish talking about this now, but I need to get back to some of these comments because uh, I I want to I want to want you guys to know 
how fucking stupid this is. Um, and uh, here's, uh, let me see. Where's the one? Um, did I read that one already? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's the... Here's this one from um, uh, NL NLOL executive memer. Oh, isn't that special? You're an executive memer. Kids in my day didn't respect their parents. Say the people that disrespected their parents in the 60s. Fuck you, kid. Um, and then and then this this uh, Pipple got to remember. Okay, boomer is to dismiss boomers who are dismissive of us BC out of our age, not to belittle random old Pipple. Old Pipple? Oh my god! No, no, that's not fucking belittling at all. No, you're you're so nice. And oh my god, if I see one more fucking cartoon character as an avatar for these people, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. Um, and uh. It, uh, yeah, let me see. Uh, 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 oh, yeah. It, it, Bross Bean, another cartoon avatar. It's so genuinely disappointing to hear that a generation that oppresses ours felt exactly the same way ours does now. How are you oppressed? Are, are, are they blocking porn on your computer? Jesus Christ. I, you know, if I remember correctly... Oppressed... This is the like woman, fucking men's rights activist level of bullshit. It, it, it is, but if I remember correctly, Ken, the woman who said, okay, boomer, I think she was a member of a European parliament who was actually responding to somebody of the boomer generation who was sort of, and I'm not defending it. I want to make this clear. It was a guy who was sort of dismissing her and her, you know, um, demands for climate change action. Yeah. Well, and how about he, this? He was yeah. putting her down for being so young. I, she yeah, was I, in her early twenties. I yeah, I understand that. I understand that. You know, but uh, it, it's still you know the way it's taken off. You know, That's I mean this this one this one. Off. Listen to listen to this. The baby boomers got the American dream. They put in quotes. Everyone else gets to pay for it. Fuck off. I did shit in high school, and I got every job I ever wanted. I don't have a college education. I got every job I ever really wanted. You know, the, I mean, and I'm not saying I had, like, high aspirations, like I wanted to be, you know, a politician or anything like that. But I, I've made my way through life, and I've done pretty damn well, and I think I'm living the American dream right now. And I don't feel like I'm paying for boomers. That's so stupid and reductive and nonsensical. It, it's like, ugh. No, no. Well, you, you know who you're paying for? Division. You're paying your you, who we're all paying for is the top one fucking percent, and they're not all boomers. Some of them are That's from the greatest generation. Look at Wilbur Ross. He's not a boomer. No fucking way about that. Um, uh, you know, he's a snoozer. He's a snoozer. I don't know what he is. Um, you know, I mean, look at Jared Kushner. What's he? He's a millennial. You know, I mean, it, it, th th that's who we're paying for. We're paying for all of them. They're fu we're feeding them. They're like hogs at our at our trough. And you're trying to go after. And you're trying to go after an entire generation of people. People like my dad and Joe, and P.S. Mueller and Bobber, who've honest worked hard their their entire lives. In, in suffered hardships, I can attest, I mean, it wasn't a walk in the park, Dad being part of the UAW. There were lots of times where he was going out and he was, you know, 
do you know getting laid off and he'd have to go out and he'd have to do you know uh, help out and you know an older family or older you know woman or whatever to like the uh, handyman kind of stuff you know um you know or or he did leather work yeah, that was you my know. dad too actually yeah he did uh, mom and dad did leather work you know to supplement you know and make extra money for christmas make belts make wallets purses things like that you know i mean they they worked hard they fucking worked hard and I, you don't even have to i don't even have to know i know enough about joe's career and i know that joe is an honest fucking hard worker and and you know nobody in everything he has he earned and everything everybody else has who's a boomer that i know that that i know and and admire does not deserve to be lumped in it, you know and, and just like i'm not going to do to gen wires and i'm not going to do to to millennials it's it's annoying, it's classist, it's ageist, it's stupid, it's the most narrow-minded piece of shit argument against somebody and again whining about your lot in life. You're gonna go ahead and blame somebody from two or three generations before you existed? Fuck off. Pull yourself up. I, I, I I'm so mad about this. I am so it's mad ten. and so disgusted. I'm not trying. I'm not going to try to take away your disgust because I am. And uh, but the thing is, is honestly, the, the people who t cook, took on this OK Boomer mem are literally f they're. F I don't know how else to put this except to say that they're a the bunch of fucking wealthy, whiners. The very wealthy want this division because you know in the past it, they don't. It, it well, yeah, still goes on. You're right. You're right. Poor white people and poor black people. And and lower middle class and poor and really poor people, it's a division that's based on the fact that some people don't don't feel like that they can get a leg up economically, yeah. and so there are people who literally are thriving off of this and just spreading it. I yeah, I I'd like all the sense. all I really the hope it that does. Makes I'd, like, I'd, like a, the, I'd like I'd like all the break. I'd like all the okay. I'd like to comment on what Range has touched on. But right. I'll do it and after the break. I'd also like to ask all the OK Boomer assholes out there, what generation is Richard Spencer? Um, white nationalist. Yeah. They're so, timeless. They're timeless. Yeah, the, the, most, the, the most popular Nazi in America. He's not a boomer. I think he's Gen X, so... Or maybe maybe uh, he might be a millennial. I don't know how old that I, piece yeah, of shit is. Yeah, I don't know how old he is. But anyway, all right, we will let Joe uh, finish this after the break, but we, and then we'll roll it's on politics. It's a really good discussion it's, to have. It's, it it's really a is. But it's a disgusting, offensive, uh, ageist, uh, just uh, ill, ill-conceived argument against a, a group of people. It makes me so fucking mad because I've, I, you know, I've bit my tongue before, you know, trying to be polite because and not make fun of millennials. Um, you know, I, I've done it a little bit. Usually it's like, oh, if you're listening, millennials, this is that, like, you know, an older pop culture reference, you know, something like that, you know, but I I'm have not a lot of friends who are millennials. I and, do too. And, you know, there's a lot of them that are in our homebrew groups. Yeah. And I try not to make jokes about them because no, you shouldn't. They're sometimes I do no. because beer, but, uh, yeah. you know, they're not afraid to check me. I'll just make fun of hipsters and Nazis. So the, the okay hipster boom, Nazis. That okay boomer thing, I didn't like. I didn't like I it. I hate it. 
Anyway, let's like go. Let, yeah, let's off. go to let's go to the break. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah. Oh, you, you, okay, boomer idiots, knock that shit off. I'm sick to death of it. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive through when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my ooh This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastards! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and I got news for you okay boomer freaks out there. Um, uh, We uh, boomers and Gen Xers are going to take away your internet and computer because you didn't help with it. We're going to take away your whining platform. Dicks. Anyway, welcome back. Uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Uh, huh. he's, he's a boomer. He'll boom you upside uh, the head. Got, you disrespect him. I just him. got back. <laughs> I barely got back on time for the break because I had to flush my toilet about 30 times. <laughs> yeah, you know, I heard that. People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times. Yeah, not 12 not 13 <laughs> uh not not five not eight <laughs> no. anyway. my toilets use like 70 <laughs> gallons of water for one flush uh and of course rain uh from uh four freedoms blog uh welcome back to you as well well thank you don't mess with me don't yeah, mess don't, with my toilet don't do it 
Seriously. I'm, I'm, oh my God. I'm I so, have love in my heart. Yeah. Don't mess with so, my toilet. Yeah. That's, that's, that, yeah, definitely don't do that. Sam. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> that's a broken toilet. Can you imagine <laughs> how bad the toilet smells when Donald Trump tastes crap? Oh, man. Sorry, I, I can't stop flushing it. <laughs> um, I tried to line it up 15 times. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and of course, uh, yeah, but let, let, let's get back to this, you know, because I'm, I'm you know, and, and I'm sorry uh, on such a profanity lace tirade, but this is, to me, to me, there are more opportunities now for younger people in this world than I think there ever have been. I really believe that. And I know it might be harder to, to, you know, pay off your college education. It might be harder to, you know, find a job that, that you're That's suited legit. for. I will you know, take that away from you. That's legit. It, you know, it might be, but there are, there are, if you, the, 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 the resources you have at your disposal the, I mean, just the internet alone. You know, you I mean, you too could become an influencer. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's I know, all kinds of bullshit jobs. There's all kinds of bullshit jobs like influencers, and you know, I I I, I, I crack <laughs> up. I seriously, I crack up when I go onto YouTube and somebody's crying about a video that got defunded. You know. And it's like, oh, 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 so sorry, so sorry, your video got defunded. You know, I mean, it, it's but here's it's the thing, and I know Joe wants to respond to something I said. I'm going to apologize in advance, uh, <laughs> but no, there's nothing to apologize. For. I'm I'm making a joke, Joe. I really, I'm being smartass. Right, but the thing is, is that you know when 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 I was of college, you know, coming, you know, getting ready to graduate age. Very few of my friends made enough money to pay off their college debt right away. They took jobs, <clears throat> they took low-level jobs, um, and they worked their way up. Now, I know college debt is way worse than it was in 1985, 86, 87, 88. I'm not taking away from that at all. But it, it seems to me as though it, I could be just an old person but it seems to me as though um, there is something to be said about getting a job where you can pay off your debt and still live with a certain amount of equity. But I didn't make a lot of money getting out of college at all. Mm -hmm. I d didn't. And, and it was really hard. It was really hard. And I'm pretty sure that as far as the boomers go, um, that probably was the case too otherwise we would not have needed the gi bill yeah i well, mean <clears throat> i mean right. i could be wrong well, about this i'm not yeah. a historian but yeah. well joe, let's go ahead joe uh, let, wrap this up and then we'll move on okay first of all something you that rain touched on a lot of this division started decades ago when the republican party and conservatives, in an effort to get rid of Social Security, mm -hmm. planted this resentment with younger generations that you're supporting the boomers with your money. 
and you're not going to be able to take advantage of the same Social Security that you're paying the boomers for. Was that Reagan by any chance? Yes. Oh. But but, but he at least he made an effort to fix it. Okay. Well, he also whatever, cut Pell Grants, but... I know, but what I'm saying is... Yeah. You know, the, the Democrats and Reagan worked it out, and they funded Social Security, but ever since then, they've been advertising this this thing that social security is going bankrupt mm-hmm. young generations are being screwed because they're not gonna they they have to take it out of their paycheck to pay for the boomers but they are not gonna have it when they get to be 65 right you know and that's a deliberate and they know damn well it's not true they know damn well all they have to do is raise the limit on on, on uh, payroll tax yes. a margin and yeah. they could fund it to the end of the century, but but they want but this division of 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 generations was their aim, and so a lot of what you said is true. Earlier, a lot of these divisions are deliberate from conservative media mm-hmm. and conservative sources from the one percent because they want to build resentment, okay, and get vote get young voters. Uh, and, and a lot of this has its roots there. Yeah, quite honestly, Joe. You know, it, it, so in the 80s, I, you know, 16, 17, you know, before I was 22, 20, you know, I remember hearing, oh, my God, the boomer generation is this huge generation. And my generation is going to have to pay for their Social Security. I remember that distinctly. Sure. And now I'm hearing that the millennials are this huge generation and who's going to pay for them i find this really disingenuous i find this Mm -hmm. really divisionary right especially when there's a cap on how much you have to pay in social security tax Mm -hmm. so when you get beyond a certain limit you're not paying any tax uh that's ridiculous but yeah in a broader point just let me close with this every generation Every generation has has unique challenges. Okay, my grandfather's generation had to leave a country they were born in and come to the United States for opportunity. That was a big mm. step. That was a brave step. Yeah, they were poor. They had they came here for opportunity. They came here with nothing in their pockets and made a go of it. My parents' generation built on that. They mm-hmm. were born here, but then they faced a depression, okay? And they de- they faced paying mortgages by going and pickle picking blueberries in fields and, and selling them for a penny a basket so that they could help pay the mortgage. Mm. A lot of them didn't even finish high school because they had to quit j- and get jobs to support families, okay? And then they had a then they had to go to war against Nazis. Okay. Yes. They had to go to war against the Japanese. They had to go go to war against the Axis powers. Okay, and a whole that whole generation lost millions of of young men and women to a war that we all benefited from, but we have our freedom from. Okay, and I built on their generation. Yeah. And we had our own challenges, as I outlined at the first segment. Okay, and. So every generation 
has the last generation to thank. We stand on each yeah. other's shoulders. Absolutely. Thank you, Jim. And if you thank don't recognize you. that we stand on each other's shoulders, then you just don't understand humanity. Yeah. And I think it was, um, I think it was Psy Guy uh, had a really good comment. Uh, said something like, you know, you shouldn't make fun of anybody for, you know, an inherent trait they had no control over. You know, so, uh, and, and, you know, that's absolutely right. You know, and I, I've been guilty of it in the past, making ageist remarks, and I've tried to be better about it, because guess what? Kenny Pick's getting old, <laughs> you know? Um, and uh, I, I, but, you know, I, I, I appreciate all that, Joe. Amen to you for, for all of yeah, that. Yeah, amen, we, Joe. Yeah, Thank we, you. And, um, you know, but seriously, amen. be nice, guys. Siri, okay, boomers. I'm gonna just call them okay, boomers. You know, whatever generation they're part of, because I guarantee you, there's some Gen Xers out there that are just jumping on, saying, "Yeah, yeah, that too." Shut up. I'll make fun of yeah, Gen Xers all the do live that. long I'm day. I'm married to a boomer. I'll make fun Don't. of Gen Xers all the live long day because I'm one of them. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, like fucking Ted Cruz and Devin Nunes. Oh God. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, and, and uh, one, one last thing is that, you know, what the activism in the, 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 the grassroots kind of activism that, that was popularized in, in, in by your generation, Joe, is something that my generation used in, uh, the late eighties, early nineties to start bringing awareness about climate change. I used to play shows when I was in bands in the 90s. Um, we used to play benefit shows to, to try and, you know, to help clean up the environment or raise awareness. Like, there was one show I remember vividly, and I got put on BP's mailing list because I signed a petition because of, you know, the, the shit they were burying in the ground, the toxic shit they were burying in the ground. So, you know, you want to blame everybody for, you know, blame boomers for climate change? That's insane because, again... Everybody has a different fight every day of their life. You know. Here's the thing. Here's the and, thing. I know okay. you want to move on. Yeah, I, Ken, we really have to. We have nine minutes. Subject. In this. Go ahead. The first Earth Day was 1970 in Santa yeah. Barbara. Yeah. That was not Gen X. I mean, that, we. I was. I wasn't born in 70. I. I was. I was maybe three years old. It was Santa Barbara. Yeah. It went national a couple of years after that. That was the baby boomers who were trying to sound the warning bell. Yeah. I mean, I know you did what you did. I did what I did. When I was in New York City, it was like, oh, it was that was like a groundswell of just like, okay, we got to fight climate change. We got to fight AIDS. We got to fight the Sandinistas. We, we got to fight, um, to, you know, who, who, oh, it was, I can't remember who the, who the, uh, who the mayor was. But there was, we had to fight crime. All this yeah. stuff. We were protesting all the time. Well, but apparently, it was the boomers, yeah. the boomer generation who started and brought attention to climate change. Well, apparently the okay boomers just think that all they have to fight is other people who came before them. Yeah, it's so, just, I, it's I really loved what it's you madness. said, Joe. Good stuff. So anyway, um, let's find out what the younger generations are offering us right now. Um, and uh, I found this from a television show called Alerta Amazonas, and I'm, um, and it's the best cover tune I've ever heard in my life. Everybody, 
Everybody, you know, uh, again, I'll say this for millennials. If you're not familiar, Bonnie Tyler had a great song called Total Eclipse of the Heart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, I I stumbled across this video today. And and I just want to say this. This is a bold choice. (laughs) (laughs) Bold choice to not sing the song in your native tongue or attempt to learn the English lyrics for it. Um, but yeah, there's a video out there, Alerta Amazonas. I know, I know I'm not saying it right. If you want to see this, you can go to, the video is great too, because there's the guy waiting for his symbol, um, (laughs) solo. (laughs) Um, but, uh, here you go. Uh, the greatest rendition of all time of Total Eclipse of the Heart. I can sing this. Flushing toilets ten times, fifteen are missing because they can't view it was the japanese shogun yes that was doing some kind of dance he had he had the mallets for a he had mallets for sim to to hit a symbol on his hands and yeah and he hit the symbol once and and then she turned around and didn't know what was going on (laughs) because she didn't expect it that was her what did she think he was going to do back there uh, yeah, he, was, she probably uh, thought he was gonna never, 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 never. And there was never. another guy in the video that I never quite understood what he was. Doing. He was like trying to escape the room, I believe. So yeah, he looked, yeah, he looked like I don't want to be rendition. <laughs> he, he was coming out to say, "I need more cowbell." Well, you know, <laughs> oh my God. I need you know, more cowbell. <laughs> you know, you know what? What that? Well, you know what that reminded me of? Uh, this this class. I actually it, sang that song it, all afternoon, Ken. It. Re- oh, did you sing Never, Never, Never? Um, yes, I did. Yeah. Well, here, here's Bob you know what here you know what he can back me up on this. You know what that reminded me of? The dot, dead a diver, dead on the dot, a diver, man a day behind. 
Oh my God. So there's, okay, there's a Gen Xer. Yeah, wow. so, so. Jesus. <laughs> more cowbell. I need oh. more. More cowbell. anything. More never, 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 never. Um, See, that's the thing. That song I'm is sorry. one of my earworm songs. <laughs> so when I hear that song, I will sing it all day. And I heard it in that version all day long, walking around. Nee, 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 nummer, 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 Listen to me. Listen to me. You're doing great, but cowbell. I need more cowbell. <laughs> I don't have. I don't think I have cowbell. Um, I need more I got cowbell. cowbell right here in my tongue. Uh, let me see. There, <laughs> there's all the cowbell you get. <laughs> uh, that, that hurt. That hurt. That ruined my afternoon, Ken, when you posted that. Uh, you uh, said it broke you. It broke <laughs> you know, me. Did. It did. I was broken. I just yeah. watched that, and I was like, what is happening? That's When he put that up there, and I, I just said, you... I, and, of, and, of course, you th this video just came out, like, in November, and it's it, it only had, like, a, a couple thousand views. So I think oh. people are going to start posting that around more. So The classic, the classic line goes to bobber and i'll let him give it <laughs> at eight o'clock he's not gonna be, he's, he's off be he's off tonight, tonight. he's oh, off for december well, right you gotta read these okay <laughs> hang on i'll go find it all right let's go to break you find that and tell us when we come okay. back so all right uh we'll be right back with uh lots more neiman nama never 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 Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! 
I won't do it. Uh, welcome back to uh, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide for December 6th, 2019. Um, almost the, what, 21st anniversary? No, no. Well, uh, uh, how many years has it been since Bill Clinton was impeached? 98. 20, yeah, almost, we're almost on the 21st anniversary wow. of that. And I mentioned that for good reason. Um, and they did it all right before Christmas. Oh, shit. What? That's so mean-spirited. Oh, is um, mean? It's so partisan. Um, <laughs> and, of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir. I need more cowbell, boys. Uh, <laughs> and of course rain from four freedoms blog washington dc my cowbell is not good enough but it will have to do uh my cowbell brings all the boys to the yard no wait <laughs> um hello there hi everybody so what was bobber's quote oh bobber's quote after he heard the song was sorry I had to bail about 20 seconds in when she missed the note by a country mile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. So uh, yeah, even though was... Bobber is off tonight, we will afford him the A train out. There you go. Good stuff. So <laughs> she was way, way off the path. <laughs> there. I, just, I would love to know the backstory to that. I, I, I was think. At, uh, you know, a karaoke show in another country. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, but anyway, um, we may never, 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 a, never, never, never know the answer to that. America does not Joe, Joe, well, Joe finished what he was going to say. Whatever country that was had no talent. Isn't that what the name of the show was? American well, it was, no. Definitely a South American uh, show. I don't know where, though. Yeah, America um, has no talent. So, uh, Alerta Amazonas, if anybody wants to look that up, spelled just like it sounds. Um, Scooby Doo, yeah, okay. All right. Marks. We got other things we got to talk about. So, uh, let's get a little serious here uh, with Nancy Pelosi. Because, uh, folks, the articles of impeachment for Donald Trump were announced by Nancy Pelosi uh, this week, and I couldn't be happier. I cut out a little bit, I uh, cut out the first couple minutes of this and kind of got to the heart of it, uh, but here's a, here's a nice three-minute stretch of Nancy Pelosi addressing the matter. If we allow a president to be above the law, we do so surely at the peril of our republic. In America... No one is above the law. Over the past few weeks, through the Intelligence Committee working with the Foreign Affairs and Oversight Committees, the American people have heard the testimony of truly patriotic career public servants, distinguished diplomats, and decorated war heroes, some of the president's own appointees. The facts are uncontested. The president abused his power for his own personal political benefit at the expense of our national security by withholding military aid and crucial Oval Office meeting in exchange for an announcement of an investigation into his political rival. Yesterday, the Judiciary Committee, at the Judiciary Committee, the American people heard testimony from leading American constitutional scholars who illuminated without a doubt that the president's actions are a profound violation 
of the public trust. The president's actions have seriously violated the Constitution, especially when he says and acts upon the belief. Article 2 says I can do whatever I want. No. His wrongdoing strikes at the very heart of our Constitution, a separation of powers, three co-equal branches, each a check and balance on the other. A republic, if we can keep, said Benjamin Franklin. Our democracy is what is at stake. The president leaves us no choice but to act because he is trying to corrupt once again the election for his own benefit. The president has engaged in abuse of power, undermining our national security and jeopardizing the integrity of our elections. His actions are in defiance of the vision of our founders and the oath of office that he takes to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Sadly, but with confidence and humility, with allegiance to our founders and a heart full of love for America, today I am asking our chairman to proceed with articles of impeachment. I commend our committee chairs and our members for their somber approach to actions which I wish the president had not made necessary. In signing the Declaration of Independence, our founders invoked a firm reliance on divine providence. Democrats, too, are prayerful, and we will proceed in a manner worthy of our oath of office to support and defend the Constitution of the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic. So help us, God. Thank you. I thought I'd do her one special there. So (laughs) that was my applause clip. Uh, But that's how I felt. It swelled in my heart. I saw that. And you know what I thought? Okay, Boomer. Oh, Joe. Uh, I see what you did there. Well, yeah. (laughs) No, what what I thought was, okay, Boomer. Yeah. Yeah. Hot damn, yeah. Hot damn you, Boomer. And uh, it's really important to point out how long it took her to get there. And and yes, especially what happened later on the day, which I'm sure we'll talk about. This was not an easy decision for her to make. No, no. And I I regret I I regret (laughs) I I regret it. I regret ever, ever having (laughs) doubts about Nancy Pelosi's leadership ability. Um, I wasn't that outspoken, but, you know, I was a little concerned here and there. Um, but, uh, you know, but that, that's just, you know, I don't, you can't know everything from the outside looking in unless well, we you're can. talking I don't, about, unless I'm you're talking, you unless you talk, that. unless you're talking about the Trump administration and then they show you okay. all the criminal wrongdoing they're involved in. Uh, but when th- it comes to Nancy Pelosi, I'm with you on that. I wanted to have faith in her, but I also looking back on this and this is who i am i am not as patient as people like nancy pelosi Mm -hmm. i have my failings and you know it's really hard to put faith in somebody who you don't know personally exactly Mm -hmm. well well, i was i was very critical of her right after the Corey levin lewandowski uh uh thing because i thought you know enough's enough with these these clowns you know yeah he did everything but tap dance up there. 
you know. He made yeah. a fool out of everybody. And after that, I thought, is this is this what it's going to be like? But that was before we found out about the whistleblower. But yes. I was ready for impeachment back then. Yeah. I I was, too. I think, I don't know, Ken, I thought you were as well. Oh, I, I was. Absolutely, I was. I, I mean, I've been for imp- impeachment for a long time. But again, I'm not a politician. So, right. Um, you know, I, I thought, it, you know, the obstruction of justice was enough you know uh, uh, i have shit. i have to say uh her leadership and tech tactical maneuvering has been brilliant it has it's probably one of the most brilliant political tactical events i've witnessed in my lifetime uh, yeah same here um, I want to I want to play something else from Nancy Pelosi from yesterday because uh, some dipshit Sinclair reporter um, uh-huh. decided to uh, ask just an insane question because uh, you know all the all the assholes and I don't have audio from the the I figured everybody watched what they wanted to from the impeachment hearings the other day I, I it was compelling but it wasn't interesting enough for me to get audio from honestly. I, you know, there in, in the, the the moments I probably would have gotten would have just enraged me all over again. <laughs> so, um, but uh, it, during the impeachment uh, uh, procedures, um, uh, several Republicans were saying, "Oh, they just hate Trump. They just hate Trump. They just hate Trump. That's the only reason they want to uh, want to impeach him." Well, this idiot Sinclair reporter decides to go after Nancy Pelosi and say, Do you hate Trump? Big mistake, bro. You hate the president, Madam Speaker? Because I don't, I don't Collins, hate anybody. Representative Collins, the reason I asked. We don't hate anybody, not anybody in the world. So don't don't me I did not accuse you. you. I asked a question. Yeah. Representative Collins yesterday suggested that the Democrats are doing this simply because they don't like the guy. I have nothing to do with it. I think it's an important I point. I think the president yeah. is a coward when it comes to helping uh, our, our kids who are afraid of gun violence. I think he is cruel when he doesn't deal with the, the helping our dreamers, the, of which we're very proud. I think he's in denial about the constitu- about the uh, climate crisis. However, that's about the election. This is about the election. Take it up in the election. This is about the Constitution of the United States and the facts that lead to the president's violation of his oath of office. And as a Catholic, I resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me. I don't hate anyone. I was raised in a way that is full, a heart full of love and always prayed for the president. And I still pray for the president. I pray for the president all the time. So don't mess with me when it comes to words like that. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. I, I love that she went back to her microphone. Yes. I, I mean, yes. she was like, she was like, all right, you don't do that shit. And then she's like, hold on, hold on. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> and she went back. To, she went and she got on the mic again. Um, that was awesome. And uh, interesting that this reporter um, living in Long Island, who's he's kind of in the know with like uh, different personalities on different cable outlets uh he got fired for at fox news for sexual harassment mm-hmm. how's he even allowed in there oh because he works for sinclair 
Well, he shouldn't, uh, you know, I don't think the he should Democrats have credentials. aren't, you know, the White House who True. banned yeah. Bloomberg and whatnot. Understood. So, what I found really interesting is that he his question was, do you hate the president? And I mm-hmm. want to make this really fine point. Do you hate the president? She was getting ready to walk out of the room and she just, she flipped back on her stilettos. Oh, yeah. And came right at him. And she said, you don't get to accuse me of this. And he actually said, I didn't accuse you of this. But Representative Collins thinks that you don't like the president. Yeah, and if you don't know... If you go back and listen to that, but wait, wait, if you go back and listen to that, he says, President Collins thinks that just because you don't like the president, you want to impeach him. So it was that fucking reporter who actually interjected the word hate into the conversation. It wasn't Collins. It was him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd have to go back and, and listen or, or look at the transcript or whatever. But yeah, they, they were saying, I, I, I think Collins is saying they don't just, they want to impeach him because they don't like the guy. They don't like him. Yeah. He so, said hate. And I don't blame her for being pissed about it. No. He's the one who said hate. It's a dumb so question. He's the one it, who decided it, to editorialize it, what Collins said to inflame anger amongst you know towards yeah the Dems. it's a dumb question because it's it's perpetuating uh gop lies and hyperbole mm-hmm. you and know he did it particularly when she was walking off stage knowing that usually she doesn't take questions as exactly. she's walking off and he did that to put words in her mouth exactly. yeah this is a second this is the second time is it the same guy that she went off on before I think that he's the one that she called Mr. Republican Talking Points yeah. a week or two ago. She's not having it. No. Uh, yeah. Um, no, you don't mess with Nancy. But no, yeah, absolutely. That was, that, was the, that was the song that uh, Colbert played last night. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> don't mess around. With, don't yeah. mess around with Bill. I, if don't it was the same guy, that Nancy. guy was James Rosen. Um, yeah. But I think that's the same guy that she said, Mr. Republican Talking Points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She does not suffer fools. No. Well, I, I got... Aside uh, from that, what she did yesterday was just fucking amazing. It gave me life. I yeah. was having a really bad day. I was having a rough week, too. And, you know, and I, I and Pelosi, she really lifted me up. She really lifted me up with, with all of that. Um. Yeah. Now, I want to play a clip here. This is uh, Ari Melber, uh, his program over on MSNBC. He had uh, Eric Swalwell. Thankfully, he's not running for president anymore, and he can be level-headed and decent. Um, uh, but Eric Swalwell, um, uh, he uh, uh, he was asked uh, about uh you know th- this uh this garbage uh, uh you know the the um oh yeah yeah uh, uh, what's his name um that uh, Scalise Scalise basically uh made a really sexist remark about her snapping at uh the Sinclair guy uh, no let's say torching the Sinclair guy for bullshit and she had every right to because by calling you know he called into question her her faith by saying that. And then Trump called, you know, when, when she said she prayed for him, he's like, I don't believe it. That's gross, man. That's gross. Yeah, You're saying that's... you you don't believe uh, that it, it, that she prays for you? You're an ugly piece of garbage, Trump. I know Trump doesn't pray for anybody except himself. You know, please let people love me. Um, you know, 
but listen to this. Uh, I, I thought Swalwell uh, hit it on the head here. Congressman, take a listen to uh, the Republican perspective here, new uh, from Congressman Scalise going after Pelosi. And there's still no facts to impeach, uh, but they're going to do it anyway. And I think the biggest disappointment in all of this is what's not getting done. And I think that's really why you're starting to see, uh, you know, today Pelosi just unraveling, uh, yelling at reporters. Congressman. That's how they talk about women. You know, if it was a, a man talking to a reporter that way and the president uh, does that uh, often, uh, they would never characterize it that way. She was asked a, an unfair question and she gave a serious uh, response. Yeah, that's exactly what she did. She gave a very serious personal response to an ugly yes. accusation. And, that's right. and in Trump, nobody asks Trump unfair questions. The only unfair questions he gets are the ones he deems unfair because it's an inconvenient, um, you know, he calls it fake news or, you know, what we call bad news for him. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know, I, I, a good, a good, you know, so there, Eric Swalwell, definitely a good ally uh, for, you know, um, for women, you know. So and for his speaker of the house. Yeah, and, and his for speaker Democrats. of the house. Yeah. I mean, I mean she the, is the, amazing. Yeah, the, I mean it, it's it is and it is so true though. We we've seen it over and over and over countless times uh where if if a woman speaks her mind, you know, it's oh, she's you know, she's a, a, a shrew or you know, B word or, you know, I mean, all the stuff that's been said about Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi over the years and, and other women now AOC and, um, you know, uh, 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 uh Ilhan Omar. I mean, ever it, think of a democratic woman, uh, who, who, I mean, the worst, the worst it's been for any woman, I think, um, in politics, who's a Republican is probably Sarah Palin. And it wasn't necessarily because she was a woman. It's because she was such a cartoon character. And she relished in that. There were some things that were sexist that were leveled against her and gross. Um, like there, the, there's a whole group of people out there who keep, who, who still to this day, probably push the idea that, um, Trig isn't her son, but Bristol's, which I think is ugly and gross and stupid. Um, but you know, um, but you know, the, the, the stuff that, you know, oh, she's hysterical. Look at her getting hysterical. What a woman, a woman isn't allowed to be strong and stand up for herself without being criticized. You know, it's like, in in it's just so stupid because it's like, Okay, I'm gonna treat you like shit now, and then when you answer, I'm gonna treat you even shittier. Here's here's something to me that was really brilliant about what Nancy Pelosi did. She mm. turned around, like I said, she flipped on her her stiletto. She might not have been wearing stilettos, but yeah, there were heels. Probably. She literally just turned immediately. She was walking away as though she wasn't listening, and she heard that. She yeah. immediately, just like on a dime, turned. And walked right to the edge of that stage and pointed her finger at that dude. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say something that maybe a lot of people might not like. There are very few people in this country 
that would do something like she did without looking overly hysterical as a woman or overly macho as a man and called that reporter out the way she did. What she did was uniquely something that I think very few people can do. And I would say uniquely Nancy Pelosi because Mm -hmm. what she did, that wasn't planned. That came straight from her heart and from her head. Yeah. And, and, you know, she didn't say, do you want to come up here and say that to my face? Come on, bring it on, bring it on. She didn't. She pointed at him and said, you don't say that to me. You don't know me. You accuse me of something based on nothing. And, and again, I go back to the fact that that reporter again said, it's a fair question because Collins said that you didn't like Trump. Cannot impress upon this enough. That reporter said, Nancy Pelosi, do you hate Trump? Yeah. This is so wrong, and she was so right to be really pissed about this. Yeah. Because he misconstrued, and I'm not defending Collins, but he misconstrued what Collins said and tried to to insinuate that Nancy Pelosi has hate in her heart. It's just the Trump cult way. You know, It's if they, they take everything out of context... And they spin it. She called him out on it, though, and I think that yes. was really good. Yeah, but, you know, that's that's the Trump cult way. Lies, hyperbole, taking things out of context. All, to, all for dear leader. All for you, Donald. All for you. <laughs> God bless Nancy Crazy. Pelosi. Yeah, no, I'm not I'll, even I'll sure if her. I believe in God, but, you know, if there's a God, I'm pretty sure he's blessing her tonight. You know what? Nancy Pelosi, I want your God to shower you with presents for Christmas. So, um, <laughs> I, yeah. uh, you know, I, yeah, you know, I, I mean, it, you, you know, when I see things like that, when I see Nancy Pelosi say, I pray for him with se- severe conviction that she honestly prays for him to be better and to do the right thing and not be a mean asshole or whatever. You know, I don't know her prayers. I'm assuming that's that she wants him to be better and wants us to wants maybe to unite the country, heal the country, maybe pray for him to redeem himself for some of the ugly things he's done. Maybe eventually go on the record and apologize for the most divisive racist movement of the 21st century birtherism. Maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'll never let that go. I mean, if he were to make an, an attempt to apologize, he never will. You know, I hate him for that. I, I can hate. I do hate yeah. him, and I hate people in his orbit. I, I mean, I hate just about every Trump cultist. It, it, just because, the, you know, I see no redeeming qualities from from their, their ugliness and stupidity. Um. So, you know, I, I, I but anyway, I don't want to go, go too off the rails with that. But, you know, she that was when I see that, when I see the goodness in somebody like Nancy Pelosi, I think that's the closest you can get to God. Is when somebody is going to say, look, this is policy. I don't this is this is not about, you know, me loving or hating anybody. It's the rule of law. Mm hmm. You know, that that's that's a complete separation from what's in somebody's heart and soul. Yeah, you can and call so, somebody a coward without hating them. That's yeah. what I took from her speech. Sure, and she called him a coward in one respect about doing mm-hmm. something about guns. You know, she said that he was uh, cruel about dreaming. And you can call somebody cruel without hating them. Yes. That's what I took away from it. 
Yeah, and, she criticized and you can call the somebody, Yeah, yeah. She said you it's about the election. And, and, I, and that's not what this is about. Yeah. This is about him violating his oath of office. Has now what's to do with yeah. Now what's 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 uh what's more uh what's what's which do you think sounds more wrong? Calling somebody oh, I don't know, Adam Shit because his last name is Shift or describing why you think somebody is cruel for their stance on an issue. You know, just calling somebody Adam Shit, you know, because you don't yeah, like what one they're doing. demeaning and one is describing displeasure about in ex- about one thing about that person, not mm-hmm. calling a person a piece of shit. Yeah, or how about him saying, saying that that he has uh, obvious uh, shortcomings uh, that he grew up with, which makes him inferior, or something to that effect that he said about Adam Schiff the other day. What that he's Jewish? He just said he didn't say that. He did, he said well, I he, that. he's he's got there. Are, he goes for obvious reasons. He has uh, some kind of inferiority complex or something. Jesus, for yeah. obvious oh, reasons. Why do I have a feeling that was anti-Semitic? Well, it, it, but you know what? I think he's probably talking. He's probably t- talking about his, his penis. Oh well. So then. Uh, Don't say penis. But you know, if anybody in this world is born with an inferiority complex, I mean, that's pretty Freudian of him to say that about somebody he else. Is that's such a projectionist. Yeah. <laughs> Buy that man a, a cineplex. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and go to the break. Uh, Green News Report coming up. Uh, Brad and Desi are back. And again, with their like thousandth and eighth episode or something. Um... But, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Uh, we'll do name-calling. Phones are still down. Sorry, folks. Um, but, yeah, we, we'll do name-calling, and I got some other stuff. Oh, and Newt Gingrich is sad. We'll be we'll hear more about that when we come back. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. It's Thursday, December 5, 2019. The past decade is likely to be the hottest since records began in 1850. Congratulations, you've just lived through the hottest 10 years on record. Republican Senate confirms former lobbyist as energy secretary. California bans all new fracking, for now. Plus, everyone has to do everything they can in order to make sure they are on the right side of history. Teen climate activist Greta Thunberg has a warning for politicians. You love her, don't you? I do. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I think about it all the time, Joe, and honestly, climate change is very important to me. Yeah, I know. The more climate change, the better. Am I right? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, never mind Donald Trump at NATO being asked about climate change and saying, oh, he believes in climate change because he wants clean air and clean water. 
He doesn't even know what climate change actually is, does he? I don't think he does. He always pivots to talking about clean air and water whenever he's asked about climate change. But, of course, he's been dismantling clean air and clean water standards since he came into office. So he doesn't know what climate change is, and he's ruining the clean air and the clean water. Exactly. All right. Well, with that out of the way... What's the good news you have for us today, Desi Doyen? Well, first, the annual United Nations Climate Summit is now underway in Madrid, Spain, where governments are trying to hammer out technical mechanisms for the historic Paris Climate Agreement to cut the global greenhouse gas emissions that cause dangerous man-made global warming. You mean clean air and clean water? No, climate change. In conjunction with the summit, a new report finds 2019 is now on track to be the second or third warmest year ever recorded and... And that the last decade is now all but certain to be the hottest since record-keeping began in 1850. fantastic That's according to the United Nations World Meteorological Organization, which found the last 10 years of global warming brought accelerating sea ice loss, record sea level rise, and more frequent devastating heat waves, driving a rise in global hunger and migration. Hoax, hoax, hoax. Hoax, hoax. Not a hoax. The report also found that the oceans today are 26% more acidic than in pre-industrial times, which is degrading marine ecosystems. A different study from the Global Carbon Project finds that global emissions of carbon dioxide hit another record high in 2019. But they found a silver lining. Fossil fuel emissions actually fell this year in some developed nations, including the U.S., as they transition away from coal. The report also calculates that the average American's emissions this year are more than twice what the average person in China emitted. But I thought it was China and India that was the holdup and the reason why the U.S was dropping out of the Paris Climate Agreement. Nope, it's the U.S. Oh. In Washington, the Republican-controlled U.S. Senate this week confirmed yet another lobbyist to President Trump's cabinet. Dan Brulette, former lobbyist for Ford Motor Company, takes over as Secretary of Energy, replacing Rick Perry, who is currently embroiled in the impeachment proceedings against Trump. Getting pretty swampy around there. Here's one for your climate science denier uncle. New research published this week shows that, surprise, climate computer models are correct, despite the lies told by the climate change denial industry. The first-of-its-kind systematic review of climate models dating back to the 1970s found that those models accurately predicted the actual rise in global temperatures that we are seeing today. So, the models were right, they are right, and they will continue to be right. So, my uncle is wrong? Right. Oh. Some good news. California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom has banned new fracking permits in the state. Good. But it's only temporary, pending a new scientific review. He says it's part of his long-term pledge to, quote, manage the decline of oil production in the state. And Newsom is using the power of the state purse to cut emissions by ordering California state agencies to buy their fleet cars only from manufacturers that recognize the state's authority to set higher vehicle emission standards, standards that the Trump administration is trying to revoke. Good for the governor. Finally, Swedish teen climate activist Greta Thunberg arrived in Lisbon, Spain this week after hitching a ride from the United States across the Atlantic Ocean with an Australian family on their zero-emissions sailboat to attend the U.N. Climate Summit. Thunberg said her unconventional travel arrangements are intended to send a message. It is impossible to live sustainable today, and that needs to change. She also has a message for politicians around the world. I think people 
are underestimating the force of angry kids. <laughs> we are angry, we are frustrated, and that is because of, of a good reason. If they want us to stop being angry, then maybe they should stop making us angry. Well, that sounds like a plan. Go get them, Greta. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Please don't be angry Cause I was only This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! I thought I saw a pussy cat. I thought I saw a pussy cat. I thought I saw a pussy cat. I thought I saw a pussy cat a creeping up on me. I did. I saw a pussy cat as plain as he could be. I found my field on Blueberry Hill. K Pick Records presents all the terrible songs from Turn Up the Night. <laughs> anyway, that was an idea we decided <laughs> Joe and I were working on before the show. Uh, yeah, just uh, I don't know. I know there's. I could probably throw the double rainbow song in there. You know, things from years past. <laughs> Um, you know, throwing some, uh, some favorites like beer, bottle of beer. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. I'm going to include your, your, your songs with my box set of 37 clown cars there. Yeah, there you go. In a, a bonus, a bonus. Yeah. So, and Maybe we uh, could sell it to public television for their fund drive. Yeah, that, I think that's good, uh, and you know maybe we could uh, we could re- re- bring back Republico uh, or no uh, the the right wing can sing, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> um, do I? I yeah, oh yeah, I feel... here before before we get to na- rain and name calling. Red Elephant Records presents The Right Wing Can Sing, a spectacular collection of hits as performed by the original artists, featuring Herman Cain's classic reimagining of John Lennon's Imagine. Imagine there's no pizza. John Ashcroft's legendary performance of Let the Eagle Soar. Let the Eagle Soar Like she's, like she's never, never soared. soared. 
Mitt Romney's courageous a cappella version of America the Beautiful. Above the fruited plain. And for those very special occasions, you won't want to miss out on the birthday book. John Boehner's birthday greeting. Hey! Your birthday song, it doesn't last too long. Hey! But wait, there's more. As a bonus, we'll include Fox News Can Sing with the gangster rap stylings of Peter Johnson. And the latest smash single from Fox News, Eric Bowling's Gasoline Blues. I woke up this morning and turned on the news. Gasoline was up again. I got the blues. Also included in this collection is Judge Andrew Napolitano's Mustang Sally. Mustang Sally! The right wing can sing. Available now on 8-track cassette, exclusively at Revco. Anyway, that was not Andrew Napolitano. <laughs> that was the only one that was fake. <laughs> you, know what? you know what that needs? Huh? You know what that needs, don't you? More cowbell, boys. Oh, sure does. So anyway, and I'm sorry to make her wait, but last but certainly not least, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, uh, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, our girl Friday. You ready Hello. to do some name calling? I am, but not before. Not before. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Meow, meow. Meow, Okay, I'll stop. Let the eagle soar like she's never soared before. Well, she's going to be sore after hearing that. Uh, I hope you're all ready for karaoke at next year's party. Every, everybody in the chat gets a bad song. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I got a few personal uh, hate favorite songs that I'll, uh, I'll throw on there. Uh, so, all right. Everybody uh, in the chat gets a bad song. Get a bad song. There you go. Uh, so, here we go. Let's um, uh, let's uh, play Rain's Jingle. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? source of energy known to womankind all right let's get straight to the biscuits there we go rain rain are we ready are we yeah. ready yeah are we swarming up <clears throat> la 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 <laughs> anyway so first in the chat we have adam hebert Oh, Adam Hebert, uh, yeah. Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, that's, that's, that's cruel. Achy Breaky Heart. That's cruel. Okay, it is cruel. Does Adam have a mullet, like? Adam Ray Cyrus. Next up, we have Balua. Uh, Belua, I give you Captain of Her Heart by Double. <laughs> I hate that oh. song so much. Okay, next up we have Psy Guy. Um, 
99 Lust Balloons. Oh, that's a great song! <laughs> that's a great song! I was gonna say Smoking in the Boys' Room, the Motley Crue version. Smoking in the Boys' Room. Okay, anyway. What if he was smoking in the boys' room with 99 Luft balloons? <laughs> He'd bust them. How about oh, never, never, never balloons? That's, that's. Next up, we have Francie. Francie? Francie? Uh, we'll give her Muskrat Love by Captain and Tennille. Oh, no. <laughs> I love that song. Oh, I hate that. I love that song. I'll admit it. No. Muskrat Susie. Oh. Muskrat Sam. Living together in Muskrat Land. My head. Oh. <laughs> Next up, we have Heather. Heather, she gets tiptoe through the tulips by Tiny Tim. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the whole like twenty-minute-long version. <laughs> tiptoe through the tulips. Okay. Next up, see. I'm sorry, guys. I love singing. I do it badly, but I love it. Let Next the eagle. Sorry. <laughs> Jake. Jake Ollie. I'd give him the safety dance. That's not a bad song. I like that song. Okay, Boomer. How about the Humpty Dance? How about the Humpty Dance? Ouch. All right. I'm picking the next one. Like super dark. Come on. The safety. I loved. I loved the safety dance. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Really? Yes. It's a good song. They were awesome. All right. Did they have hats? Um, actually, the show we did, yeah, you had a hat. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do one that'll piss off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss off. I'll piss, I'll piss off Joe with my next uh -oh. one. Uh oh, it's gonna be a Bruce Springsteen song. Kenny Pick. <laughs> uh oh, we'll go, we'll go with Dad because uh, we'll skip me. Um, Dad, Dad, give yourself a shitty song. Um, I'm gonna give Dad. Um. Yummy, yummy, yummy! I got love in my tummy. I don't even know who did that song. I hate it so much. Who did that remember, song? I don't know. Yummy, yummy, yummy! Oh, that's a that's a '60s song, isn't it? I don't. It's yeah. a bubblegum bullshit Is it song. The yeah, bubblegum. Bubblegum uses the Ohio Express. Oh, oh look at you. 1968. Well, I have a freaking computer in front of me. You have a fast one. Well, all right. Go ahead. Who's next, next up, living on Long Island. Octopus's Garden by the Beatles. Uh, that's that's bad. That's, that's that's pretty bad. I'd like to be under the sea. Octopus's Garden in the shade. Don't Shit. you think they meant to say an octopus's garden? No. Oh. There's a whole right. story behind that song, and it's not a good one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Drugs? Oh, moving, moving on. <laughs> moving on, we have Meow Goodness. Meow, meow. goodness. Um, we'll give you uh, uh, Jermaine Stewart's We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off to Have a Good Time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a pretty bad song. Yeah. It, that it, was about, you know, just having... Meow might argue with me on that topic. Because <laughs> right, that was sort of about, like, just doing hard rubs in jeans. 
we could we could uh we could uh dance and party all night or drink some cherry wine what is cherry wine i have never seen cherry wine cherry wine actually i know what cherry wine is it's a soda fucking gross it's cheer, actually a soda cheer that wine. Is found no, no, no. That's called no. That's of, no. It's called it cheer, cheer wine. It's not called cherry wine. It's called cheer oh, wine. Okay. Oops. All right. Well, cherry right. wine is a rape drug. Yeah. I just made, <laughs> just made that <laughs> up. She went real dark. <laughs> Here's rain song. Hello, darkness, my old friend. There you go. All right. Who's next? Okay. Michelle in South Florida. Oh, I know what song she'll absolutely despise if I say it. So say it. Another Beatles song. Michelle, my bell, someday monkey won't play piano song. (laughs) 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 Piano song. Someday monkey won't play piano song. (laughs) Sucks. (laughs) Wow. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is a tough room. It is a tough room. Next up, we have President. Sorry, I came up. All right, with this. all right. Tread lightly, Joe. What do you have for President? Baby, another Beatles song. Oh my baby, god. You, baby, you could drive my car. That is about. I you know what? I thought about for Prez for. I thought Presidents of the United States of America lump. Hmm. She's lump. She's lump. She's lump. She's in my head. Oh my god, that song. Oh, she could be okay. in your head while baby is driving the car. Well, that's a, one of the worst Beatles songs of all time. It is. It, I don't mind that one. Oh god. I mean, I don't. I don't hold it in regard or anything. I don't mind it though. <laughs> I do. I mind it a lot. Okay. okay. Who Except else? Except it's me. You? Well, you were you any any um um oh wait 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 no no no. Let me see. How about the Macarena? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's cruel. <laughs> <laughs> it is low. Alright, that song is pretty bad. Yeah. I yeah. I still feel like you had some hey, deep cuts to do. Macarena. <laughs> Yeah, Michelle, terrible. Michelle put it. Michelle in the chat. She said, "Grr, I hate that song." <laughs> <laughs> she told me before. She told me before she hated that song, and I remembered it because, you know, I'll I never will when she's on our show or Adam's show. I'll never call her Michelle my bell because I know she'll be <laughs> like, "Fuck you." Um. So anyway, um, you know what my favorite song about Lorraine's is? What's up? Keish Lorraine. Keish Lorraine, what's that? B-52's. Who did that? Oh yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. See. Anyway, next up we have Sandy and Durwood. Sandy and Durwood. Um, Ice Mother's Ice Baby. <gasps> uh, I said Susan Ice Ice Baby. Oh, I don't know that song. Oh, you do. <laughs> you you have to find it. <laughs> no, I don't. It's a winner. No. Susie Cream Cheese? I'm not playing that. Mother's it was on the same album. I loved them. It was the same on the same album with It Can't Happen Here. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I said Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. That's a bad song. Okay. So. Yeah. How about anything by Millie Vanilli? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you mean their greatest hit? <laughs> yeah, anything. Well, somebody's greatest hit. <laughs> their greatest hits was a cover album, everybody. Yeah, somebody's greatest hit. Think Girl, that. you know it's yeah. fake news. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next up, we got Theo. Oh, we got to make this atrocious for Theo. Um. Oh, Ambrosia. How about... <gasps> Susan likes Ambrosia. Tread lightly. Um, oh, okay. I like so, Ambrosia too. You are the Research woman that I've always dreamed of. No, that's Firefall. That's Firefall. Okay, that's Firefall, right? Ambrosia is. I don't remember what Ambrosia did. I still like Ambrosia. Here we go. For Theo, here's a deep cut for you. The Carpenter's cover of Calling Occupants of Interplanetary oh, Craft. God. The Klaatu, the Klaatu uh, oh, prog rock song. No. Calling oh occupants of interplanetary craft. The Carpenters covered that. You have oh never seen the God. video, Joe? No, I mean, I had Klaatu. We are your album. friends. <laughs> oh my gosh. I had, I had the album. I had actually a, a vinyl album of Klaatu. I never heard of Klaatu. There was a rumor. The the there was a rumor that Klaatu were the Beatles because they didn't put their names I, I, or pictures on the album. I know, I know, yeah, but that so, wasn't true. Fake but news. We, right, we all know where the, the name Klaatu came the from. Chat. Right? Yeah, Klaatu Nick, Klaatu Nick to Barada, the day the Earth stood still. Right, the day the Earth stood still. Right. Yeah. Okay, I just Gort. okay. Hold on. I'm coming Gort. up. I closed my chat by mistake. Don't do that. Well, it's open now. So we did Theo. Now we have Tim Coromal. Oh, this oh. better be good. Uh, uh, we're, we're gonna, gonna use really we're gonna use song. we're gonna use Adam Hebert's suggestion, Baby Shark. <laughs> Baby Shark. Yeah. We won. The World Series. <laughs> oh my God! Theo says, "Kenny." Theo says, "Kenny, you're evil, and our friendship may be dying with a knife in its chest as you speak." <laughs> oh. Okay. And last but not least, it's Trojan Rabbit. Trojan Rabbit. Well, we're gonna. Uh, uh, we might. We might have to give him the worst song. Uh, Look on of, the brighter side of life. No, the Sunday absolute, the life. absolute worst song, absolute the worst one. song of 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 all time, and that is. Uh, Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin! He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin. Robin. He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a bow Or to have his eyes downcast and his elbows broken To have his kneecaps split and his body burned away And his limbs all hacked and mangled brace around His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed And his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis That's, uh, that's enough music for now, lads it's the worst song because it's really mean spirited. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, and somebody mentioned President mentioned horse with no name. Yeah, that's a bad song. Oh. You know, so 
plants oh, and I, rocks and birds I, I, and I things. I have been to the desert on a horse with no name. <laughs> Did you see some plants and birds and rocks it was and fun things? To be out of the rain. <laughs> see, see. <laughs> Sailing. Oh my God! You know that song, Sailing. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Oh, I hate wow. that one. Sailing take me away. Takes me away to Oh, all Sailing that fucking seventies light rock how bullshit. About, how about Billy Don't Be a Hero? I love that song too. Don't be a fool in your life. <laughs> but here's the thing, I'll admit, I, like I will that admit that's a terrible song, but I love it. <laughs> Come home and make me your wife. Theo says, enough. I have to avoid burning dinner. Back later, maybe. <laughs> Theo, come back. I'm sorry. I, it's all. It's all my fault. It's all Theo. true, but it's, it's all true. All my fault. It's all true about me. Kenny Pick is a bad, bad, bad. Do you know what else man. is a really terrible song that I love? The birthday boner. Well, no, I love birthday boners. <clears throat> Well, we're running out of time, so. Goodbye, joy. Goodbye, sun. We had seasons in the sun. Susan loves that one, too. You and Susan could bond over that singer-songwriter shit from the 70s all day long. That's why I love Susan. Barbara was playing that song on on Alexa the other day (laughs) when I was doing the Tuesday show. See? Barb, me, and and Susan. I came up and I smashed Alexa. Girls What about? I told Alexa, shut up. Girls you know Weekend. That, We're just going to drink. She loves that song. What is wrong? She has 70s wine. Oh, please. There's nothing wrong with us. We just have different tastes. We have a, I have a, you know, I, I, I don't know if you've ever heard it, Joe, but I'll play it when next time we play a song. Um, I have a bad cover uh, that Hair Wolf did in a demo version of, uh, uh, it, you probably hate this as much. I don't remember the artist who did it, but if you've got a problem, don't care what it is. <laughs> if you need a hand, oh, I, can, yes. I can help. I got two strong arms. I can help. I love that, that was song, Ringo Starr. Was Ringo no, Star? it wasn't Ringo Starr. No, 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 it no, no. Was. It was it not was. Ringo Starr. It, it was freaking Ringo Starr. It was not was Ringo Starr. It was not huh? Ringo Starr. It was a one-hit wonder. It was not Ringo Starr. You are mistaken. Oh, Billy Swan. Yeah, Billy Swan. There you go. Oh, so, okay. I apologize. Um, maybe yeah, I'll, I thought it was, I, we still had joy and fun and seasons in the oh, sun. Oh, Joe, I'll I give you uh, Joe. You can have a Freddie Fender song of your choice. Um, so <laughs> anyway, we got to do birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. I'll give it back. All right, uh, Sandy says two birthdays that uh, uh, Hughes' birthday is today. Sandy's husband and Rocky Happy Mountain Mike. Rocky Mountain Mike's sixty fifth is on Sunday, and Adam was also asking asking if he could be doubled up um, uh, today. So, gentlemen, brace yourselves for your motor. I gotta get on the right page to play it, but here it is. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! There you go. There you go. And, uh. Where is Billy Swan today? Where is Billy Swan today? I don't know. Uh, you know, Joe, I'll give you a Mungo Jerry song of your choice. Oh, in- I love Mungo Jerry. In the I summertime. 
Isn't that what they yeah, do? In the summertime when the weather is hot. You can all also throw in. I'll also throw in. And Joe, if you act now, you get a free, nice. uh, free pair of mutton chops in a gap between your front teeth. Oh, so. I love that. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh. I love that song too. So you can't. <laughs> Okay. I, I I like it too. Actually, I don't mind it. Um. Anyway. Um. Oh, Rain. This is for you. I don't know if you knew this or not. I this this only survives in a brief a practice outtake from Hairwolf, but this is a cover that our drummer Greg used to sing. Um. And it's probably not very good, but I'm 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 feeling generous. Here. Here we go. Oh. Very quiet. Very quiet. You recognize it? I should, shouldn't I? Wait, what is it? What is she, it? I- Shebop. <laughs> oh, I'm really soft. Okay. Oh, wait. Here. He might... Oh, this was just us trying to get the end of it right. Really good. I hear it right there. Yeah. So it's the da 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 That's the yeah. That's all that exists from that, unfortunately. Um, Sorry, I didn't recognize it. Oh no no no! Oh shit! We'll save it for the next segment. We have a Shebop live practice. I just found it. Oh, oh wow! Shebop. Okay. Oh yeah. So oh, there's a group I liked. What? Cindy Lopper. She bop. Yes. No. She bop. See, Joe. I love Cindy Lapper. Okay, Boomer. She, she's a she's a Grammy Award winner for uh, I'm or sorry, no a to- Joe, Tony. I do that. That really. She's is, a Tony. I, I she's don't a, care. You can't hurt my. She's family. a Tony Award winner for Kinky Boots. You know she's the composer behind that, right? She's I, she's great. Yeah. She, had, she had a wrestler in one of her videos. Yeah, yeah Lou I Albano, Captain Lou Albano. Her video She Bop is still amazing to me because yeah. well. She-bop. She-bop. Yeah, she we got to go to the break. We'll talk more she-bop when we come back. Uh, oh, yeah. But, yeah. All right. So, all right. We'll, we'll play We'll play the uh, um, that. Oh, my God. I have a version of We Belong, too. Uh, it's just all me. <laughs> Pat Benatar, we belong. <laughs> okay, that sounds fun too. So we'll see what we we'll see what we can do. Maybe I'll just do a triple block of our covers, but you might need to turn up because these I'll I'll, I'll master them for next show uh, or one of the next shows. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Anyway, let's go to the break. Uh, we'll have some fun. We got some more news to talk about, but here we go. Break time. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I got I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mm-hmm. 
This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. It wasn't uh, different. That was sure for sure. For those who dare. Wow. IndieMediaWeekly.com. This is so cool. It's cool. Wow. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly. And I apologize for taking extra long on that break, but I needed to amplify those songs so they would be audible. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm excited about this cause I haven't, I'd have never play, played all three of these cover. They're bad. They're demos. So they're not great, but, uh, I think it will be fun to go back and listen to, uh, 15 years later, whatever. Um, but, uh, 12 years later, uh, of course, welcome back rain from four freedoms blog, Washington, DC, the beltway bureau, the bubble, the swamp. Hello. Hello. I just I want to apologize to Joe and to everybody because twice I've called him OK Boomer, and it wasn't because he's Boomer. It's because he actually knew what we were talking about. Was, no, it was I, it was I, I funny. I feel like my humor might have come across the wrong way, and I'm sorry I, about I, that. I, do, I thought it was funny, and you know what I was going to say earlier. The only time I want to say OK, OK Boomer is to Trump uh, this week. I want to say you OK Boomer. <laughs> so joe um, i yeah i hope i just hope everybody understood and joe you especially because Joe's i know sometimes the, my sarcasm no it, uh, joe made the same joke joe santorsis grand pennsylvania the electric city sometimes we call him scrantorsa welcome back I, i'm hurt uh, yeah i can tell it's <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. So, who would have thought this show would have been about bad cover tunes mostly tonight? By by, by the way, <clears throat> Billy Swan's daughter Sierra mm-hmm. was a member of the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, oh no really? shit! That's interesting. So How about that. Well, on that uh, trivia there. On that note, shall we, we shall we begin our our tour of uh, Hairwolf demo covers with "I Can I Help"? I love it. All right, I can't uh, wait. There you go. Uh, you you might <laughs> you, you might regret saying that. Here's here is uh, this is me on vocals and guitar, uh, probably badly and drunkly at the time. But this is a demo uh, for I can help the Billy Swan cover. Here it goes. It, oh, of course, it has a long silent intro. Here it comes. There it is. I got two strong arms I can help 
it <laughs> you were on to something there you were rocking it up a you little bit a little yeah definitely you were on to the backbeat was great well greg the only thing i could say the only criticism i have more cowbell yeah i figured see mm-hmm. doctors in the other room saying it needed more his backing vocals uh more cowbell well it's not bad you know francie did give me a cowbell i don't know where it is I've been moving things around, um, but uh, but yeah. So um, I think we should go the, the, save the best one for last because I didn't realize we actually have a halfway decent demo version of Shebop that Greg sang, our drummer sang, he sang and played. But I'll save that one for last, and I'm not gonna play a lot of this one. But this is uh, this is me trying to basically figure out how to play "We Belong" by Pat Benatar like power chord style. Um, just me by myself. Uh, so playing with myself. Um, (laughs) but, uh, this is, this is my, we belong, uh, demo. Uh, here you go, rain. This one's for you. Many times I've tried to tell you many times I've cried alone. Bad time keeping on my part. I'm surprised how will you cut my feelings to the bone? Don't you want to leave me really? I've invested too much time to give you up that easy. Do the doubts that complicate your mind. We belong to the light, we belong to the sound of love. We belong to the sound of the world. 
Oof. I am trying to sing here. Oh, that is not good. Maybe it's a sign of weakness when I don't know what to say. Ugh, I'm stopping that. It's bad. It's embarrassing. Did you did you really do bad lyrics? Uh, oh, did I do bad lyrics? What? No, I did just did. Did you just ev- do bad lyrics there? Everything was bad. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I. Uh-oh. Yeah, probably, probably. Okay. Uh, you I know, I wanted to sing along with it. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, so <laughs> there was no timekeeping. There was no timekeeping on it. It was like I just recorded an acoustic track and then tried to stay on tempo with it when I did the layering on it, and it was bad. But anyway, it's 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 a document. It's a document. But this one's a real treat. This is Shebop. And I just I think it might just be uh Greg on drums and singing and me on guitar. I don't know if there's bass or keyboards or anything on it. Um but this is uh this is it. And oh, of course, long Oh, there. <laughs> Getting me fuck up a lot on guitar. I can tell you that. Recognize the song. Yeah. I, so I, <laughs> I will 
And again, that was say this though. That was Greg Hurlovy. You guys covered the song. Yeah. But um, that was really a song about girls. Yeah, it was. It was, and (laughs) he was doing it ironically and out of respect (laughs) for women. So. So I put I put the the original Shebop video in the chat, and I also put the intergalactic. What is, what is it called? The calling all occupants of the interplanetary calling calling, o- calling occupants of interplanetary craft. Yes, I put right. that into the chat too for you, Joe. Clat two. So Clat two or, or the carpenters. The carpenters. Oh, not the car. Oh, geez. yes. The, Have you no, heard the carpenters the, version? And they did a video before there was an MTV. <clears throat> Why? Why? Because, because Why, baby Why would Jesus? they do that? I, you know what, you know what, Joe? I'm going to be honest with you. I really think they just wanted to keep Karen alive. Well, then why didn't she do a cover of Radar Love or something? She didn't want to eat to you that. Know, you know what's funny? We didn't do a cover of Radar Love by Golden Earring, but we did a cover, and I, I, there's no document of it, but we used to do a kick-ass version of Twilight Zone. No. Boo doo 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 boo doo doo doo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was good. I worked my ass off. We did a great cover of that, and our keyboardist Rooney, our keyboardist Rooney, she used to. I always wanted to do a Queen cover, but I kind of like the '80s Queen stuff a lot. We'd so we did One Vision, and Rooney sang that. It was so good. Bow. Oh yeah, Twilight. That was that was so much fun to play. So much fun to play. Uh, oh, what was the other who song? Did the, we who did? did the vocal in the in the at the beginning? On uh, the 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 spoken word part with in yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, I think Greg did the spoken word part, and I sang it. Oh, okay. It's two a.m. Whatever. Yeah. It's two a.m. The fear is gone. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, we did that. Joe, was that you or Vincent Price? Whatever. In the, ori- in the original. <laughs> Vincent Price was on Thriller. No, that was Thriller, yeah. This was... Uh, I know. I was kind of being silly. Oh, you're... Don't be silly. Okay, Gen Xer. <laughs> okay, Gen Xer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what else we covered. Oh, we, we used to do... Um, Oh my! We did this medley. There was there's this riff that is pervasive in rock and roll, and we did a medley of all these different songs that use the same guitar riff, and the the riff is bum bum bum, um, and that that song, you know, of course, that's in Baba O'Reilly by the Who, bum bum bum, uh, you know, and it's also in Sweet Jane by <laughs> um. Uh, um, what Lou Reed or or the Velvet Underground, you know, mm-hmm. Sweet Jane, bum, bum. Uh, it's in Hungry for Heaven by Deal. You Hungry for Heaven, bum, bum. Um, it's in Here I Go Again by White Snake. We we had all these different songs that were you know, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and we just kept doing it. Even No Woman No Cry was in there. <laughs> Uh, or something like I, I forget, but there was all these songs we kept hearing this riff in, and we're like, "Oh my god, add that to the medley!" And basically, we would just play that that same riff and sing whatever part of the song that was from. So, 
but anyway, yeah, we, we, we had a lot of fun with the covers and, and you know what? We made some money when we did shows when we played covers. We, you know, I forget what else we did. Um, I would have come and thrown you dollars if you did Twilight Zone. Doom, 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 doom. And when Derek, Derek, our bass player, oh my God, Derek, who, who passed away, um, he, he fucking ripped that bass lineup. So, <clears throat> but, and there was one other one that, oh, working for the weekend. That was so fun to play. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Lover Boy. Yes, so, Lover Boy. I think Greg sang that one too. And the guitar on that was so fun to play. So it was like one of those songs where I learned it inside and out really fast, and was so proud of myself. Um, it, it was either, yeah, I was working for the weekend, yeah. So everybody's working oh, for the weekend. Oh, Everybody. we did a, we did a Cars song. We did a Cars song too. Um, I think we did. Um, oh God! Oh, it's magic. No, not not. Uh oh, it's magic. It we did. One. Um. My, I know. I don't know. If, was it the same song I did with my was other band? Was it Drive? Was it Drive? No, 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 no. Um, that would have been awesome, though. That would have been awesome. Oh, we did a police song too. God, what police song? I think we did Synchronicity. Wow, that's yeah. hard. That's, that, I'm not even a musician. That one's that, hard. No, it that really is, wasn't. It, I mean, it, you know what's weird about it is the timing of it. But Greg was very heavily influenced by jazz, so he helped me learn like different time signatures and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think we, and he sang that too. He sang a lot of the covers actually, because I was focused on just figuring out the guitar. Um, if it was easy to play and sing, you know, like I would do the monster mash and stuff like that, you know. Can we talk about how filthy and disgusting Don't Stand So Close to Me is? Yeah, that's a gross song. Okay. Yeah. So is. Uh, I thought I saw a pussycat, but. Yeah. But <laughs> um, what's, what's the other one? Wrapped Around My Finger? That's a gross song, too. You know, Joe Scarborough. Did don't stand so close to me this morning. Are you kidding me? No, no. He, he did it. He was showing. Are you kidding he was. Me? Sh- oh no, listen, God, listen. Yes. He was showing. They were showing footage of Macron and um, oh. and and Boris uh, Johnson. Yeah. You know, in that group when they were making yeah, fun and of and um, Trudeau and and Trudeau. Anne. Yeah, and they were all in in a group making fun of Trump. And he said, "This this was this song sums up this thought sums up what they were all thinking when when uh, when Trump was in in, in England. Oh, don't stand, yeah. don't stand, don't stand so close to me, and oh, they start playing the song on the show today. All right, that's I'm awesome. doing a little cringe right now. I no no that song is about pedophilia. It is." Well, it was I know about it doesn't make y'all feel comfortable, but... Oh, no. no. I know what it is. Uh, yeah, I know what it's about. Just like that book by Nabokov. Well, I still have to read that book, but I don't feel like I'm old mm. enough. I, unfortunately, I think that's all my Hairwolf covers. I, I don't think we have anything else. I th- I'm think i going to have to go through old CDs because I know we have recordings of some but of that yeah, stuff. Joe, going back to that, that, that video that they caught... He is literally the laughing stock. He is. And what's what's really sad is it makes this nation the laughing stock. 
Did anybody lose the chat room? Oh, no. It says I lost uh -oh. the internet. It says I lost my internet. Shit, we're probably I down right now. No? Right, I'm going to refresh. Says, I think I'm okay. I'm still streaming. I think I just lost internet on my uh, chat room computer. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think I just lost Wi-Fi for a second. They still hear us. Okay. Heather mentioned Roxanne. All right. There we go. Yes, Roxanne is about, about a, hooker. A, a sex worker. Okay, Gen Xer. <laughs> So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I anyway. Coming. All right. No, All right. I actually put I actually put in the chat room hashtag okay GX. Yo hooka. Yo hooka. So <laughs> Susan loves so, Susan loves saying that about she she'll be talking about somebody and she's like what the fuck ever hooker. <laughs> <laughs> She says that shit all the time. She's like, "Shut the fuck up, hooker." So when she when she she's like, she'll like read a text from one of her friends and that pisses her off. She's like, "Okay, hooker." So <laughs> so it's really funny. I'm like, "Damn, that, that I like that." So anyway, let's go to the break. I'm trying to find a song. I wish I hadn't spoiled all the covers. Now I should have played Shebop. Uh, uh, I could play Shebop again for the break. Yeah, let's. I let's, love that song, and I love that I video, you. and I love everything it stands for. All right, let's let's uh, let's go ahead and, and just play that again. Um, oh, the Cars song we did, we did. Um, um, I don't mind you hanging around and wasting all my oh, time, 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 time. Yeah. Oh, I love oh, that song Oh, you're just too. what I needed. Yeah, that's a. I needed you someone to bleed. The guitar riff. Easiest solo in the world for me to play. So, really? yeah. Yeah, that, that's a. Uh, oh, and we also did a cover of the Munsters theme song. <laughs> that, that's like my speciality. That's the what the first complicated song I ever learned on the guitar was. Um, I'm like, I'm. Play this. Do that again while I sing Shebop. No, we'll just play Shebop again on the break. <laughs> so it would be awesome to put those two on top of Do each a mashup. Do a mashup. Yes. Uh, we'll think about it. Actually, we'll just play okay. a Bobber. So we'll play. We'll play a, a properly recorded song by Bobber. <laughs> we'll play the list. Um, but anyway, we're gonna go ahead and go to the break. Uh, we'll be right back, and uh, I'm gonna go speed round on audio when we come back because we got a lot, lot more audio. You know, I, I just was like, okay, you know, oh, I'm saying to myself, okay, Gen Xer, you just indulged and played a bunch of cover tunes, you weirdo. And meanwhile, a crisis is going People on. People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times. My God. When will it end? It's 16 times, 17 times? Well, you know what number it has to end at, Joe, right? 16 miles. 25. No. It's the highest number. <laughs> the highest number. <laughs> 16 tons. That's the song I was thinking about. Oh, there you go. 16 so, tons. 16 tons of Trump turds. Uh, Trump dumps. Uh, so anyway, all right, let's listen to the list on this break. We'll be right back with the final segment of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com.
Inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly.
Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you. And also, thank you. The dot, daddy diver, Dan on the daddy diver, Yes, and also. People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times. Yep, all that. All right, we got to get into lightning round audio right now. Um, and, and of course, uh, I teased this earlier. Newt Gingrich, she's sad. So sad. Mm. He should he should go back to dreaming about that moon base he wanted so damn bad. Here you go. Newt Gingrich is sad about impeachment. The whole thing is a joke. Uh, it is. You're uh, a joke. Uh, frankly, uh, very very close to what Clarence Thomas once described as a modern day lynch mob. No, he said a high tech oh, lynching idiot. Really? Uh, the Democrats have no interest in the facts. I think that Jonathan Turley, the uh, professor who voted against Trump but who nonetheless came back and testified the other day that of all the, the two impeachments that have occurred, Nixon, Jesus I mean, uh, Clinton and Johnson back in the 1860s, this is the weakest of the three. He said it, it is an embarrassment to the country. Really? It lowers the prestige of the House and that it's the House which is abusing power. Now, Turley is a Democrat, uh, but as an expert, he, I think he actually outlined exactly what we're up against. And really, on the eve of Christmas, it is really sad uh, to see the dishonesty and the partisanship uh, that the House Democrats are displaying. <laughs> Newt Gingrich, who... who, who uh, 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 Happy uh, Christmas Eve, everybody. It's the eve of Christmas. Well, I mean, you know, I, 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 made, I, I made a comment. I made a comment over on uh, the, the hive of scum and villainy. You know, I should never go over there. But, uh, you know. You'll never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. And I, I, the comment was, it's Christmas Eve? <laughs> and this, this asshole Trump cultist was like, go ask your mommy the difference between Christmas Eve and the eve of Christmas. And I was like, so when does the eve of Christmas start? Is it every day of December? Or does it start in November? Or does it start after the Halloween when they take down the Halloween? You know, I mean, <laughs> what's the eve of Christmas? When does it start? Because, frankly, frankly, on the eve of Christmas, oh my God, I hate that piece of garbage. I mean, you, but you know what I've been calling him? The eve him? of Christmas begins on you know the day after they killed Jesus. Do you know that they published the first two articles of impeachment on Clinton while he was lighting? The White House Christmas tree. Oh my God, that's even worse. It was on the twenty first of of December, right? The nineteenth. 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 Yeah. Old Newt Sack. 
Oh, yep. Newt sack. While he was while he was pushing the button, lighting the White House Christmas tree, they published the first two articles of impeachment. <laughs> Jesus God. On the eve of the Christmas. fucking balls oh, oh. to go on television and say that the Democrats have no could shouldn't this guy, <laughs> by the way, Damn walks it. into a hospital after his wife had a mamma, uh, uh, mam- yeah, mastectomy. A mastectomy. Yes. yes, and was recovering from breast cancer and handed her divorce papers in the fucking hospital yeah. on her sick bed. Frankly, while he was porking, he was raw dogging his secretary no. <laughs> in the office <laughs> where he was drafting articles of impeachment on Clinton for getting a blowjob. You really said wrong, Where's the hypocrisy end with these people? <laughs> it doesn't. Does it, 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 it doesn't. I'm kind of stuck on the raw dogging. I am stuck on raw dogging because raw dogging stuck on me. <laughs> I guess raw dog makes him just as good of a Catholic as um, he was doing it in the Madam, Madam Speaker Pelosi. The very office oh, no. that Madam Pelosi has right now. He was raw dogging his secretary. Yeah. While, and at the same time, he was writing articles of impeachment. For Clinton getting a blowjob. Yeah. His and then, mm-hmm. he, while Clinton was lighting the Christmas tree, they published the articles of impeachment. Are you kidding me? What's his, his, current, her, his current wife's name is Cruella, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> Jesus. Let's uh, go with that. I don't have... Um... And by the way, the thinnest impeachment of all time, do you know how they impeached Andrew Johnson? Do you know how they impeached him? Yes, I the learned that. The Tenure of Office Act they passed to protect Edwin Stanton from being fired. Okay. Two days later, he fires Stanton, so they and they knew he was going to do it. So mm-hmm. they passed the law so they could impeach him on a law that they passed. Wow. Right. Now, that's a, thin, that's a thin one. So and thick. Do you know he only... He was not convicted by one fucking vote. One. 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 There it yeah, is. Well, I would, I, would also, yeah. I would also argue that Clinton's impeachment was a thin argument, too. Well, it was because he, you know what? And, and they pointed it out back then that he committed perjury in a civil case, which is yes. rarely, yes. rarely even prosecuted yeah. civil court. Yes. Well, we got to we got to move on to Rudy, guys. I'm uh, with Joe. We can talk uh, about this. I'm sure we're going to talk about no, this we'll, more in the yeah, future. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk totally about this Joe more in the future. Where he's going? We'll definitely do this more in the future. But actually, before we get to um, it's 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 related to Rudy, uh, but I want to get to fake Nunez. Um, you know who else was related to Rudy? His first wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't his. Was that his first wife? Or I think it was his second wife. No, I think it was his first wife. Oh, okay. Oh, you yeah. So, or are we talking about the same person? Are you talking about Rudy cousin fucker Giuliani? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. I just want to make sure. Uh, but fake Nunez, you know, man who sues fake cows. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, let's see what's in the, the uh, what, what Nunez. Okay, he here he is on Fox News with Martha McCallum. Uh, and she's like, hey, so uh, how about uh, you and Lev Parnas? How about that? Those phone calls? What, what do you think about uh-huh. that? Oh, my God. New, fake Nunez needs to take some lying lessons from Trump because he's bad at it. <laughs> Trump, it's just like second nature. Nunez is like, mm, bye. <laughs> Listen to this shit. This is beautiful. What did you discuss with Lev Parnas? Well, I don't at- even know because I don't, I've never met Parnas and like oh. I filed in oh, federal what? court. And so, you know, it's a great question because many people want to know, including myself. What? So, you so know, you never had any phone conversation with him. We we have not been able to confirm that yet. You, I mean, you don't, you don't think you would remember <laughs> if you had a conversation? You have to. You have to remember. You have to remember. Uh-huh. We are the House Intelligence Committee Oversight Committee. Okay. So uh-huh. we get calls oh from people God. every day, okay. all all walks of life. I get them from all over the world, allies and people that aren't our allies. Uh, in this case, I, I just don't know. Now, were these I have to get my phone records. Cell phones or from but, your but, office phone? Well, we don't, we don't even know that. We don't Wait, even know did that. We, you... <laughs> <Hey>, dude. <laughs> who is okay. we? Who is, the, oh, who is this we? And you have to remember, we are, you know, and, and it's like, no. Okay, yeah, so there are a lot of phone calls that come in to, you know, your, uh, you know, congressional uh, offices, the, the, all of the congressional offices, but certainly you can remember calls that you personally received. Whoa! Hey, 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 hey! Hey, hey, hey! So, but, oh my God, you know, I mean, but let's let's hear that first part again. Just the first part. I love I love this. I love this so much. What did you discuss with Lev Parnas? Well, I don't even know because I don't. I've never met Parnas, and like I filed in federal court, and so you know it's a great question because many people want to know, including myself. <laughs> what did you discuss with him? Oh, I want to. F- we got to get to the bottom of this. I got to investigate me to find out what I did. <laughs> yeah. What? Why don't, you, why don't you look at your cell phone recent calls? I <laughs> uh, gotta lie right now. How do I do that? Uh, my lord, he didn't think that. He did not think that was going to happen on Fox News. That's what that was. Yeah, Holy right. shit! You could be right, but fake Nunes. I, I don't know who I talked to on the phone. I want to get to the bottom of that, too, because I got bonked in the head with a bowling pin the other day, and I don't remember a dang thing. I, you know, I just, <laughs> my mother's fake cow. And then I walked in, and somebody hit me in the head with a frying pan, and I forgot everything before that, too. <laughs> <laughs> And then I was walking down the street and the piano bunked me in the head. It was uh, fell down and now I forgot even what happened before that. We talked to a lot of people. Yeah, I this I don't know why that's Devin Nunes' voice. They can go on to Fox News and get asked direct questions and answer such bullshit answers. Nama, 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 nama,
<laughs> yeah, D- Devin Nunez. Did you speak to Lev Parnez? <laughs> What's Rudy Giuliani doing in Ukraine right now? Yeah, I'm not going to do it again. I'm sorry, people. (laughs) I was going down the street and a golf ball just came out of nowhere. Hit me in the head and I forgot everything. His answer was so dumb. (laughs) I'd like to know what I talked to him about as well because I don't know. My I, I know, but I can't say. You know, I mean, it's so, it's insane. Wait, yeah, there. That's he's on the phone. So, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, now, now we've got Rudy. Rudy, uh, and, and I, this is just about all the audio we have. Uh, but Rudy Giuliani is over in Ukraine right now, and John King had a panel. <laughs> and um, uh, this is this is how that went. Uh, this is this is awesome. Rudy Giuliani, the president's personal attorney, is in Ukraine. Of course, that's in the middle of the impeachment inquiry back here. The New York Times reporting that the president's friend met with several corrupt Ukrainian prosecutors that have been that have been peddling claims about the 2020 Democratic presidential rival, Joe Biden. Giuliani confirmed he did make a visit to Kiev, but he wouldn't say what he was doing there. Are you in Ukraine also gathering you know, evidence to support your own defense? I am not here. I don't have to defend myself. I, I don't have to wrong. defend myself! I didn't do a darn thing wrong. I will be the hero! Help me. <laughs> it is quite the uh, provocative move in the middle of impeachment for Rudy Giuliani, who is at the center of this in a lot of ways, to go back to the place that is also at the center of this. At the same time, he's under investigation for some of his actions in SDNY. Uh, but Rudy appears to be taking a page out of the Trump playbook, which is basically no shame, apologize for nothing, and plow forward. But, but does that... Does it cause any jitters among Republicans who are trying to defend the president or at least vote with the president in this impeachment debate that Rudy Giuliani is over there, most of the people he's meeting with are pro-Russian, labeled by all interested parties, other Western nations, other organizations as corrupt people, and there he pops up. I don't expect the hey, over to the Senate to hear many Republican senators defending Rudy Giuliani or even taking up some of his messages about you know, corruption in Ukraine or election meddling or you know this idea that Ukraine and not Russia was actually responsible for getting involved in the 2016 election so the fact that he's over there does make it a, a little bit harder for them to kind of distance them, themselves from him and for the fact that the president continues to stand up for Rudy Giuliani at least for now says you know he's a good guy he's a crime fighter we'll see if that changes over time but especially in the Senate are not big fans of what he's doing especially the people that he's getting involved with including a couple of people who yeah. have already been indicted the, pre- the president says Rudy finds corruption wherever he goes that's what he said recently you can kind of read that any way you want <laughs> i don't find corruption
corruption wherever I go. And I'll tell you, I make it the greatest corruption there is. <laughs> and I'll be the hero, and I'll spit all over all of your microphones. <laughs> so much spittle. <laughs> My hero name is going to be Spitman. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna be the Spittle Commando! <laughs> he was over there filming a documentary. I'll spray it when I say it! So go ahead. <laughs> he was over there filming a documentary. Yeah. With One American News. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. On Joe Biden. Yes. And I think he's still doing that, even though it's well, not he, being reported. Yeah, well, he's on his way home now. But that's he was there with a film crew from One America News. Are we going to get him at and Dulles? Or they're they're <laughs> claiming they're going to debunk this whole impeachment thing because they have the goods on Biden. I've that been talking to, to KGB trained lawyers. Of course, I can get the proof. It was given to him by a pro-Russian legislator. In the Ukraine Parliament, I heard that it's going to be aired on Sputniks. Well, it may be, but it's One America News filmed it. I know Sputnik. Sputnik. I love Sputnik. Streaming and I think platform. they plan to play at the impeachment trial. In RT, they'll be on RT as well. RT is going to be on Sputniks. Yes. <laughs> Netflix. It's not Netflix. It's Sputniks. It's it's Rudy Flicks. Spit Flicks. It's called Spit Flicks. Understand this? How he can be over there filming this whole freaking documentary, Joe? And I, I, I'm sorry for making the joke about Sputniks. No, it's it's but funny. Don't be let's sorry. Let's use it in the future. He's over there filming this. He's over there saying that he's getting <clears throat> information to try to clear Trump. So much when. All the good. <laughs> I'm just accentuating what you're saying. Go ahead. I'm... <laughs> he said he's getting information. Was that, a, was, that a, was that your lips or your shards? No, that was Rudy Giuliani um, <laughs> having a little spurt. No, oh, that was that was That's good. It. <laughs> it's exculpatory. Exculpatory! I'll be the hero. Because it's exculpatory! <laughs> and I'm working with the KGB! Just, I just don't know what he... I mean, I kind of know what he's doing, and it's filthy and dirty as fuck. If there's I one thing the KGB is known for, it's its humanitarian and integral issues of honesty and, <laughs> and decency! <laughs> anyway. Well, I have a little bit more. I, I have some... Uh, uh, I have some David Gergen. Uh, I have some David Gergen with uh, Jim Shudo talking about Rudy over there. And then this will be the last clip I play. But this is great. David Gergen goes fucking off on Rudy in, in Ukraine right now. In 2016, the Trump campaign sought political dirt on Clinton from Russia. Now, post Mueller and in the midst of impeachment inquiry, the Trump campaign, via his personal lawyer, is seeking political dirt on Biden in Ukraine. And you have... Republicans defending that is the fact that the standard now is that foreign help has become acceptable in U.S. elections. 
Well, it, it makes sense, though, if you look at it from the GOP perspective. There is a method oh. to Giuliani's madness. This is Liz Wheel, actually. David Gergen, I think, is next. If you look at it from the, from the Senate trial perspective, he's going there to mount the defense from the Senate trial perspective. He wants to be able to put evidence ah. from a corruption standpoint. Now, follow me here just for a little bit to say at the Senate trial, look, we found something <laughs> so that we can go back to that phone call and say when, when President Trump was asking for a favor, he had something to to explain that intent behind that favor. Now, as crazy oh, as that sounds, no. that's going to be the intent. Be, that's going to be the defense that the GOP is going to mount at the Senate trial. Good luck. Uh, that makes really no sense from a Democratic perspective, but that is going to be the defense. I don't expect at, at any point that the White House is going to say that they're going to be uh, they're going to be there at the at the at the Judiciary Committee today. They're not not going to be there. They're not going to be at that, but they will mount a, a defense at the Senate trial. And Giuliani's preparing that right now while he's at the Ukraine. I am. I am preparing it right now. <laughs> so, but no, okay. I mean that was Liz. I have Liz, Liz well, Liz, really Liz, serious question. Just real quick, I just want to. I just want to say Giuliani's over there just, preparing that question. Is Giuliani going to show his ass up? To the Senate no. impeachment inquiry. No, trial? he'll just submit documents to Republicans. That's all he's. Gonna yeah, do. and and um, it's going to be okay. But Liz Wheel, Liz Wheel was actually, I think, a Democratic uh, attorney back during the Clinton um, uh, impeachment. So just to give a little, I mean, th but she's looking at it from this is what the GOP is saying. But then David Gergen, Joe, you're going to love this. David Gergen like goes off. <laughs> on rudy um i don't know if one of you guys shared this with me or if i found it on my own but this is pretty awesome david gergen is like just there's no fucks to give for uh, rudy <laughs> working with kgb lawyers i think that the what he is doing working with the person he's working with over there is so tainted uh that it poisoned the whole effect of what he's trying to do i mean to think that he, the main point that has been reported the main person he's talking to his father was head of the uh, was head of intelligence for the uh, kgb in ukraine the man himself graduated from a KGB school in Moscow, uh, and the man mm. himself was a member of a French party, party in the parliament of Ukraine, a pro-Russian party. Are well, we now going to have an mm -hmm. impeachment uh, a turn on the word of a KGB agent? Come on, that, give me a break. That's, that's why, though, the Democrats on the other side have to use that in their opening statement, if you will, when they present this at the Senate trial. The managers at the Senate trial have to use that. They have to go on the offensive and say exactly that. Are we going to... They don't have to wait for rebuttal. They have to use that in their offensive on the first count and actually use that in their obstruction counts and say, look, Giuliani is over there right now. Is this part of the defense? And add, actually add that, if you will, not to the counts on the obstruction, but add that if to the defense and the, and the obstruction right in the Senate trial. Why is everybody talking about the KGB like it's a bad thing? It stands for <laughs> kindly good boys. Kindly good boys. KGB. Kindly good boys. And I'm working with kindly good boys. Tell my boy, President Trump, with KGB, <laughs> <Mike> <laughs> kindly good boys. <laughs> <laughs>
my cousin. Yeah, my cousin! That's interesting. I think Who, my cousin, by the way, is a great lay! My cousin, by the way, is a great lay! So don't you! Well, <laughs> She's great at family reunions. <laughs> Let me tell you! Yeah, well. The oral situation with my cousin? Stella! Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Is that her name? I, I'm yeah. sorry, I went too far. No, no, her name was not Stella. Okay. It was. It was. Ruda. Not Stella. Rudolfa! It was Rudolfa! Would you be happy they didn't have children? Yeah, but well, they couldn't. <laughs> they were like two rhesus monkeys. <laughs> no. I love rhesus monkeys! It reads its pieces. Like, oh, that. <laughs> That's what Going I'm saying. back to eating, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's how this show is ending right now. Just on Kenny Pick's belch. I just think it's interesting that they're talking about what they're gonna, what the Dem should do regarding Giuliani when he's not even freaking back from Ukraine. Well, it's smart though. What uh, I mean, I what Liz what Wheel saying, but what Liz I, Wheel said just, would be it would be super smart. It's like okay, Rudy Giuliani just went over to Ukraine to work with pro-Russian KGB guys to dig up dirt. Uh, you know, it, it, so it's like Russia. If you're listening, all over again. That's all it is. But it's up close guys, and personal. This was the best part. One of the guys that he he went over there to get dirt from was arrested while he was there. Yes, he was arrested in Germany, right? <laughs> Germany. Yeah. <laughs> to be extradited to Ki- Ki- to Kiev. Hold on! Hold on! Yeah. Hold on! <laughs> I don't know. I don't even have a defense for Rudy. <laughs> and please, Heather, stop calling me Rudy Kaluti! That is not nice! I just don't get what the fuck Rudy is doing, and I don't get... I mean... I don't. Get I it. do. I, I do. Don't it's understand it at all. It's this is like what Alex Jones and Roger Stone did on fucking bull steroids. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. This yeah, but is they weren't in the federal government. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, the uh, Roger Stone and Alex Jones used to like, you know, they had on uh, Alexander Dugan. I like Donald Trump. You know that Donald. guy. Uh, they had, you know, they had on that guy. They, 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 they. But this is Rudy actually acting in an official surrogate capacity for the president of the United I'm States. Being, yeah, going to a foreign country to work with KGB agents, conspiracy theorists, pro-Russian thugs to make up bullshit to make Rudy the hero. And exonerate Donald Trump! That's what he's doing. It's fake. It's all fucking fake. It's bizarro world bullshit nonsense garbage is what it is. That's all it is. They're gonna. It's like when you remember when Russia like uh, they they shot down the airliner over uh, over Ukraine during the conflict. Uh-huh. Yes. Um. It's like when they're like, oh, look, we finally found the actual photograph of airliner being shot down. Here it is. Uh, don't do Google image search on this picture because we found missile 
uh, shoot thing down plane, but don't do a Google image search. Yeah, yeah. That, you know. It's, it's okay. This, yeah. That's what they're doing. They're doing this. They're, they're going to take, like, some, they're going to take the word of criminals, KGB guys, it, well, pff, same, 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 <laughs> you know. No, it's, it's just kindly good boys, KGB. <laughs> In the worst is good. I'm Rudy. I'm slowly turning Russian. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Russian Rudy. That's an accent I have to work on. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. In Mother Russia, no. hero make you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't sing Blueberry Hill with that accent. Hi, Blueberry Hill. I'm Rudy Julia. Uh, no, I, no. <laughs> I, this guy has. I found my thrill. Stuff. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, we gotta wrap it so, up. Uh, I got I got cats to take care of, so Okay. 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 <laughs> All right, good night everybody. Bye. We're just I'm just okay, gonna hit night. stop right now. So just uh, should I stop it and stop it. Okay. Bye. Uh <laughs> anyway, let's do parting shots. Uh, uh who wants to go first? Rain? Joe? Who? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> My parting shot is that I'm still amazed that he was allowed to go over there with the understanding that he is under investigation from the, you know, U.S. What? Why? No! I'm going to sue you! It's going to happen. <laughs> it's not true! And, and <laughs> the other parting shot I have is the fact that there was the WAPO report from, I think, yesterday or today that uh, <clears throat> Trump was asked to please use you know, hardwired phone lines in the White House. And when he found out that his own staff could hear what he was talking about, oh, God. he decided to go back up into his room where he does not sleep with Melania <laughs> to use his phone call, which everybody knows is tappable by Russia, Ukraine, China, Turkey, oh. Syria. I get now. I know why he's flushing the toilet so much. People are flushing know, toilets never, ten times, fifteen times. That. You know, he because he flushes it so they can't hear what he's saying. We need to talk more about this because that was the weirdest thing. That was so weird. The phone taps or the toilets flushing? The, the toilet flushing. Oh, I have the full and, clip. And, I have the and, full and clip the, for and Tuesday. The fact that oh, we you know the you know LED lights make him look more orange. In Russia, the toilets flush negative 15 times. <laughs> you have to, when you flush once, you flush for 30 people. <laughs> the, one, the one question I want to ask, and this is not a parting shot. I want to ask this of the chat room, and I'm going to ask this tomorrow on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, whatever happened to the Presidential Records Act? Oh, we'll have to look that up. Because I sort of feel like if the president wants to make personal phone calls, he's allowed to. But I thought after Nixon, and I think it was Nixon, that if you want to make phone calls to heads of state or, or anybody else outside of just private, private phone calls, mm -hmm. that was supposed to be, you know, preserved yeah. under the Presidential Records Act. So I guess that really is my parting shot. All what right, very good. Presidential I, Records Act. 
And I just looked down and I saw little droplets droplets of spittle all over my arms. Oh. <laughs> Did it have blood? No, there was no blood. But there could be if I don't get all my medicine. And I can't get it in Kiev. Then you will not become Rudy Giuliani incarnate. The pharmacies over here are horrible. (laughs) I need to get back to New York. Uh, Anyway, Joe, what's your parting shot? Well, first of all, (laughs) we'll we'll talk about this on Tuesday, but uh, I guess on Monday we're going to get the IG report on the fake... uh, the fake uh, meddling of the 2016 election by Ukraine. Nice. So the IG is, re- is is going to be releasing his report. All the right-wing people have been touting this for a year. Yes. The wait till this comes out. Oh, this is going to blow the lid. It's going to be... I will be the hero! <laughs> it's going to be nothing. It's Any a big nothing burger. Not yeah. But you think it'll be like the Nunez memo? <laughs> yeah, but Bill yeah. Barr already is behind the scenes telling people he doesn't agree with its basic premise. Fake Nunez. So I don't know. This is going to be interesting to watch. Oh yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. So I and, guess we'll get to talk to this on Tuesday. Yeah, and you were sad. You were sad earlier tonight. You were like, "Why did this come out?" People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times. Before your clown car was written. <laughs> Why are, I know. It came out after your clown car was written. <laughs> he does this to me all the fucking time. <laughs> He's <laughs> full of surprises to- with toilets. <laughs> what the fuck? There was my clown car. <laughs> and, and I already wrote it and submitted it. And I'm not changing it. Flush 15 times on the toilet if you... <laughs> oh, me. Twice on the pipes. Yeah, there you Just go. Shit. Upper decker. No. The answer is no. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, uh, but yeah, but but the clown car, uh, you want to you wanna tease everybody with the clown car? Maybe you could do an addendum with the toilet stuff. You know, just oh, little, uh, the clown car is on. a public service announcement from Milan. Oh, I'm sorry, Melanie Trump. Oh, Melanie, Melanie Trump. Melanie, yeah, sure. Melanie Trump about, yeah. about, uh, she has a new, new public service announcement. It's, it's another phase of her be best. It's the be best. Oh, uh, good. Be best. Be best NATO. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> yes, yes. I'll be doing like it in that. Melania's voice. Oh, very nice, very nice. I oh, like yeah. that. So, all right. Uh, anything else? Because we got we got to get going. I got cats to take that's care it. of, and um, uh, we also have uh the lunatic uh, parade coming up, episode sixteen, I believe. Wow. Yeah. These lunatics are on fire. Yeah, they're on parade. So, yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, so uh, let, let's wrap things up they right now. Ru- start the fire. Yeah. So, uh, Rudy, do you have a parting shot? No, I'm ki- I'm in Kiev. I'm coming home. I got to get my medicine so I don't spit blood. Uh, okay, so. And he has a family reunion to go to. I got a family <laughs> reunion, a.k.a. Yeah. a wedding to go to. So, uh, all right, Rudy, have a great weekend, <laughs> you, you cousin fucker. We'll see you on Tuesday. Everybody, be best. That's it. 
Over and out. Be best! Roll, God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. I never, 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 never mean it. No, never, 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 never mean it. No, never, 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 never. Did that? Did a diver? Then on the daddy diver.